0: Welcome to Hot Takes, everybody, the internet's preemptive Detroit Neo-Hypertronica talk show. It is I, uh, Vaporwave promoter, curator, and DJ Young Shiro, joined by my colleague, DJ, artist, and musician, Skeleton Lipstick. Hello. We'd like to remind everybody that uh, this show would not exist were it not for the valiant efforts of one indie advent. This broadcast was made possible with his help... So, follow the uh, socials in the chat that I just posted, and follow and check out Indie Advent and Utopia District. Yes, it just started. Welcome to the show, guys. We've got a great show uh, featuring uh, a very popular, very skilled, and very well-loved artist, label owner, and musician, Geometric Lullaby, here to discuss their work, the work of the people they release, and the upcoming Summer Slushy Fest that's going to happen right before Electronicon here in a few weeks now. Uh, just a couple ground rules uh, after, of course, thanking everybody for being here, new and and longtime users alike. Uh, commands, exclamation point follow, you can follow us on our social media. Exclamation point Skelly allows you to follow Skelly, Skelly's link tree. Exclamation point Shiro is going to be me. And then, of course, what we advertised in the beginning, uh, the exclamation point Spotify command allows you to check out all our themed playlists from uh, previous acts along with our new updated official Hot Takes Spotify playlist. Exclamation point Discord allows you to follow the link to jump in the public community Discord, where we talk about serious things like music, unpopular albums, we share each other's work, and uh, and argue about silly things like, uh, like pickles or Arby's. And then finally, if you feel uh, led to, exclamation point donate, that does not say donate, allows you to... Um, Send us some money uh, if you want to support your friends. All the money goes back to the community in the form of artist commissions and, of course, uh, just equipment upgrades, uh, things to make the show better and less DIY, fewer mistakes. <clears throat> um, with that being said, just keep it clean in chat, guys. Please, no sexism, racism, homophobia, transphobia. Punching up is fine. Just no punching down. Keep it kind. We're going to start our episode tonight with some music recommendations courtesy of Skeleton Lipstick. Hello. Okay, the first album I'm going to recommend
1: is one by an artist called Lofto, L-O-F-T-O. They have an album out on Sunset Grid right now called Neon Lane Change. And this is a very fun one if you're looking for something that is more of the vapor funk genre and that is doing more of the old 70s sort of an 80s funk sample stuff. I know that's sometimes a, a thing that you particularly are looking for a lot, Young Shiro. You're always looking for that oh, sort yeah. of like future funk that's more funkier. And By funkier, I mean more like 70s, 80s yeah, sort of sample. Less of
0: the, the weeby shit.
1: Yeah, well you know it's the yeah it's so it's less of that um and it's a very fun very bouncy album and lots of really interesting edits and lots of really interesting breakdowns of the songs the samples are arranged in a fun way and it's a little bit unpredictable i liked it a lot i'm going to recommend the, all, the song all the time off of it t-h-y-m-e to start there but really Ooh. go anywhere on it it's just a funky little album and um You know, I think the the album cover just uh, sets the whole tone for the whole thing. It's just a lot of fun. And so if you're looking for something that's uh, somewhere in between Vaporwave and Future Funk with the 70s samples, the 80s samples, this is a really good one to go to. Because we don't always, you know, sometimes it's hard to find those those albums. So I recommend that. That sounds fun. Yep. Next thing I'm going to recommend is Simple Syrup's new album, uh, uh, Bloom, which has just come out on Business Casual, I believe. Got the Simple
0: Syrup shirt on deck. Oh, you do! Phenomenal! Oh, how for shout two out, of Lux. This. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, shout out. This album is pretty good and pretty like impressive. It's long. It was like fifteen tracks or something, but they all blend together in a really beautiful way. It's exactly what you want it to sound like. It's an expansion on his vaporwave zero sound, uh, pushed to a, another level. Uh, it's this time I would say that the uh, little uh, the uh, the textures are are even more lush than they were previously, even more engaging than the last albums were. It just continues to get better and continues to really work with those frequencies in a very beautiful way. Swirling, fun album. I'm going to recommend the song I'm In Love to start there because I really like the way he used the sample that, um, that starts that song off. Because sometimes um, the samples, sometimes in these types of songs, they're really... The vocal samples are not usually as prominent but this one it is in yeah. this song and so it's kind of fun to find uh, to, to see him work with work with the song like that so it's just it's interesting all albums really good but i really like that song the best and then last but not least let's recommend sort of a more uh classic album that's been kind of i believe been re-released on um no Tapes, no Tapes, which is a in infre- 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 free shout out no problema business. Yeah, and uh, Infinity Frequencies Exit Mm -hmm. Simulation. Uh, I guess got re- I think got released on a cassette by by No Problem with tapes recently, so that's a really cool album to go back and revisit. Uh, because Infinity Frequencies is great, and this album in particular is one I really like a lot because it's very operatic sounding. You know what I mean? It's um, nice. It's yeah. It's it's very it's very dramatic, and yeah. When I use the word opera, it really does sound like something that uh, is just um just big and expansive and um consuming i guess maybe it's the way to say it but i really right. like this album a lot it's uh it's maybe one of my faves and i'm happy to see it being released on tape and um i would like you all to start with this one song Is mind as the mind as a territory is so Ooh. shoegazy <laughs> and so Ooh. like so like interestingly shoegazy and it fits perfectly you know this album is full of all kinds of strings and um and guitars and uh, more uh, orchestral instrumentation, and so it's uh, it's very fun to listen to and get lost in. So I'm going to recommend uh, a good simulation by Infinity
0: Frequencies. Sick! You heard it from the good doctor. Before we bring Dennis on, guys, we're going to do some uh, we're going to do some user submitted hot takes. I posted a tweet and a Facebook post calling out your hottest of hot takes. So we're gonna we're gonna do something different tonight. We're gonna read some, and uh, we're gonna see what Skelly and I and everybody in chat seems to think of everybody's hottest takes. If your if your hot take doesn't make it, I'm sorry. Pastel Beach on Twitter: If you start off a song with a low pass filter, rise over four to eight bars, I'm not listening to that shit. And in fact, I'm throwing the song in the trash. Oh, no. 2014 <laughs> vaporwave called and it wants its style back. <laughs> I can hear it in my head. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's just tough because it's like it's really hard to figure out how to start these songs sometimes. Right, I get it, I get it. You know, maybe what you could do is like you could do the the you know the low the ever increasing low pass filter, but maybe like I don't know, put some static over top of it, or maybe put like a little like drum pattern behind it. Do something, do something to uh, maybe do a little bit of misdirection in the beginning. So right, make it a little easier like, to beat match. Well, oh yeah, that's tough. I when I do it, I usually just skip that and I just set my key yeah right. The, at the song, and then like I just like start, I create my loop there, and like I'll Facts. just like try and mi- mix it in. Uh, I don't even, I, I don't even fuck with those low pass uh, incre... Uh-uh. In, you know. They're I don't not fuck bad, with those but they're not for me. No, no, I mean, I just don't fuck with them because it's just like, it's too hard to time. <laughs> like, I keep, cause they only last for like a few bars anyway. True. It's so not even like they're like even. long enough where you can kind of like, you can't even like blend in from the song. So I just skip them completely and I set my cue in the song after them, and I just like get my little four bar loop ready to uh, mix into the song that's playing prior to it. So, um, yeah, maybe make it longer. It can Make it a little longer. Make it longer. You know what? You'll never really hear it go from, like, a high pass to a low pass, will you? It just goes from the low pass to lower frequencies increasing to the highest.
0: Wizard of Loneliness yeah. via Twitter. The oversaturation of new artists is a good thing because it forces old heads to figure out who their crowd is and vibe with them or strike out on their own and do something for themselves.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I like that. And I also like the idea a unique of striking take. out of your own. Yeah, and I like the idea of the other option being strike out on your own and do something else. Absolutely, kind of interesting to do, You know what I mean? Honestly, at some point, I, all the people who are who are vaporwave and, and from the beginning and have I've gotten some kind and have gone some kind of fan base or, or or what have you, like it is incumbent upon you to eventually sort of be like, okay, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, and now I need to create my own identity. You know what I mean? Facts. Like, you, you mentioned a, a that
0: thing. last last episode talked about differentiating mm. yourself. It's yeah, important. I mean, at some
1: point, you really you if you're going to keep doing this, you actually do need to strike out on your own, and you actually do have to say, "Yes, I am from this scene." But um, I've been here a while, and I've been doing a lot. And you know what? I'm
0: also my own entity. You know what I mean? So absolutely, I feel I, I, I feel that. I feel that. I
1: feel that with my my next album represents that too. So I get
0: from it. From what I've heard, I have to agree. Lost Ooh, angles next. via Twitter. The promoters of online and in-person shows have consistently failed to adequately represent the vast and talented trans artists in the genre. And are unprepared to meet those frustrations when confronted with them. Oh, it, is, it is too often passive at best. I gotta say, I agree. I feel like it's a it's a very nuanced situation, and uh, I mean, for a genre of music that came from trans. Hold people, on a second.
1: Days of Blue Skies. I'm talking about. It starts with the low frequencies, and then it moves over to include the high frequencies. Okay, so. I'm just saying it starts with, uh, yeah, I get it, it's a high pass, yes. You're right. <clears throat> but I'm just, I, the way right. I was saying it, I was saying it like that. So, uh, well, thank you. Thank you for the lesson.
0: <laughs> I think what Lost Angle said was really important. Um, I don't know if you caught that. Anyway, but... go ahead, back. back no, yeah, no, go it's, back to what you I'm going to read it again real quick. The promoters <laughs> of online and in-person shows have consistently failed to adequately represent the vast and talented... <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm sorry, Days of Blue guys. I thought
1: you were being smart with me. <laughs> sorry, buddy.
0: <laughs> I guess interrupted it again. I... No, it's it's okay. Um, but it's really it's <laughs> sorry, man. It's, no, it's it's a pain point that I do think needs <laughs> um, to be addressed. Um gotta, Lost gotta, Angles. Gotta, the promoters of online and in person shows have consistently failed to adequately represent the vast and talented trans <laughs> artists in the genre and are unprepared to meet those frustrations when confronted with them. It is too often passive at best. What do you think? I mean, I don't want to make any excuses because there's no room for excuses. Uh, I think that a lot of people are, are very emotionally and like mentally exhausted and just some people are, are not super equipped to handle emotional labor very well. But Mr. Hustine says it really well. Passive at best, negligent at worst. We got to do better. We got to start by listening to our, our trans friends and family members. Yep. I think that's that's a good call to action. Thank you lost angles so personally too. i agree yeah, thank you
1: that's great i really appreciate the way that was worded
0: um via facebook dean terry otherwise known i believe as Tupperwave. i hope it's okay that i said his name Ugh. he's on oh. it was on facebook whoops we'll edit it if it's not uh tupper wave i would love to hear your thoughts on ai in the vaporwave space your pros and cons who will benefit and who will suffer Uh-oh. i'm not an artist but uh-huh. i mean i would be kind of bummed to see it take over what do you think, Chris?
1: Oh, man. I don't fucking know. This sucks. These (laughs) are some hard ones, man. man. Keep them coming. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not a, I really, I know. I mean, I'm not a, I don't know, man. I mean, like, I don't even really think about AI when I make music. I know it's there. And um, I try to just pretend it doesn't exist when I'm making my stuff. And I'm just going to work in my vacuum and do what I do. And uh, whatever else happens around me, happens around me. And, you know, once something is in the zeitgeist, it can't be, you can't put it back in the bottle, right? Right. So at some point, like, at some point, like, you know, the next generation, like I just like the next generation is going to probably use it a lot more than the, the current generation. And they they might look back on all this as like, oh, you know, it's so funny. They used to make stuff. Now I just dream it up and it comes true for me. And I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure what to do about it. I think the funny thing is, though, that like I remember when we always used to talk about, you know, artificial intelligence, the big argument used to always be it's like, well, you know, they'll replace everything else, but nothing will replace art. And like yeah. that's literally the first thing that's being replaced. Oh yeah! My God. Instead of using I mean, AI to like be, mop the yeah. floors and yeah. gather the garbage, they're they're I making art. Thought would be the for fucking us. mop the floors or do accountant work, and it's like mm-hmm. the first thing to go is like, well, we figured out how to make art with it. I'm like,
0: what yeah. the fuck? Man? All the fun stuff we all, can go. Although
1: that would be the last thing AI would learn to do, but literally, like the first thing it's done is steal the soul of humanity.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. On the bright side, I'm, I'm told it's getting to the point where they're like sampling other AI, and it's getting really shitty. <laughs> i've heard
1: that too i don't know so well you know what i know um
0: we will continue to request user submitted hot takes because i think that's really fun uh and i think that i think that that some very important things were brought up that that need to be addressed and and we appreciate you guys submitting sorry to anybody whose takes i didn't read it is can't
1: thankfully it can't draw hands and feet (laughs) right can't can't draw hands and feet Um, it really can isn't that crazy (laughs) What's... What a weird Achilles! What a weird Achilles heel! Like, mm-hmm.
0: uh, I mean, I too can't. many
1: fingers. <laughs> like, they, they always look to, like French. Uh...
0: Y'all look like French fries. <laughs> Who wants to see what Geometric Lullaby has to say about those hot takes? I think that all forty-nine plus viewers are ready to uh, to meet Geo Lull. So go ahead oh, and sh- they've seen your face already, but I, yeah. I've got you on camera now. You can say hello. Right, uh... Yep.
2: Hello. Can you? Here, hear I'll you? throw
0: up a still. Damn, look at that cool-ass motherfucker. Anyways, Woo! I threw up the picture of you with the,
2: the hoodie on, but
0: yeah. Welcome oh, yeah, to the Hot man. Takes, bud.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate We're
0: it. incredibly excited, and it seems like uh, the people that are in the chat are also incredibly excited. But what do you think about what we talked about, about AI, about trans representation, about low-pass filters? Uh, that's a wide range of
2: topics there. <laughs> it is <laughs> what about AI let's do that one um man let's see when AI first came out I I was like kind of all about it because I like you know it's like new technology to me and then I kind of saw it in practice and I liked it less and less as time went on yeah and uh I don't know I think it's still at a point where as soon as I see something created by AI I can kind of tell so I don't know um yeah. I think it's hard to say where it's really gonna end up you know what i mean mm. um yeah yeah i don't know i think i think like the human element in art is like very important so it'll it'll just be interesting to see see what happens with it i don't know yeah on the bright I, side I it seems helpful like, for
0: inspiration
2: Ugh, i hate that <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hate that. I hate that fucking. Not everybody can be a
0: skeleton lipstick. I hate that. There, That's what everyone buddy. says, just so they can. Well, fuck
1: that shit. I don't find it inspiring at all. Anyway, uh, <laughs>
0: I don't use it, but, you know. I
2: don't know. If there was um, AI. I mean, I, I mean, when it first came out, it was kind of fun to, like, oh, let's just type in words and see what images come up, but it got old really fast for me. Yeah, so, dude. Yeah. yeah. Facts. I agree.
0: What do you think about um, trans inclusion in uh, live? I think specifically the take was about live shows. Yeah, but just, I think it's, just uh, in general.
2: In general is very important, and mm-hmm. I think, I think this stemmed from like the way George kind of talked about like the, uh, the nephew, booking. yeah, you know, RXK nephew. Um, maybe he seemed a little dismissive, and he probably should have. I don't know. It, it was like a live thing, so it's kind of hard. But maybe make another statement about it. Maybe. I don't know. He just seemed a little bit too dismissive on it. And I think that's kind of where that's coming from. As far as I I think,
0: I think he's been to hell and back, but I I think that that trial and tribulation definitely pales in comparison to the, uh, the daily struggle, uh, of, of our, our trans brothers and sisters and and trans people that we know, um, that are, that, that are non-binary. Um, yeah, definitely. But anyways, I'm, You know, I'm not I'm not the arbiter of that, but it's a nuanced situation and and I think that call to action was personally very very important. Um
2: Agreed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Low pass filters. Yeah, low pass filters. What do you (laughs) think? Do you DJ?
2: I don't. No.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're not missing. I come from like
2: a metal and rock background, so Yes, I wanna get into that actually. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I have a strong take on it. I mean if it's If it's something that's like a cliche or something, then I guess, uh, I don't know. I don't like rules in art at all. So maybe I would just say never say never, but I can see like reasons why if something's overdone, it can be annoying or turn someone off from, from a piece of music or something.
0: Don't forget guys, user submitted questions come in at the top of the hour. I see some great ones already, but I'm going to forget them. Also PJ Rourke has a question. Y'all help me remember to ask PJ's question later. We're going to start the segment where uh, Skelly likes to kind of probe the guest's background. And we're getting a little echo, I think, on your end, Geolol. Do you have your monitors on?
2: Yeah. Do you want me to plug in my
0: headphones quick? I mean, if it's not too much trouble, man, that'd be oh, super cool. All
1: right,
0: sorry. That didn't didn't come up the until now.
1: community needs to incorporate... Things like subcultures like diesel punk horror and things. I incorporate horror. I incorporate horror. You do indeed. You're a good I example. Of that. I do that. I incorporate that into I mean, my. mean, we're definitely going
0: to talk about begotten tonight. That's pretty pretty horror infused, or or at least very like depressive, spooky. I guess I could say. Okay, I'm all set. Hey, thanks, man. Sorry about that. Um no looks and sounds good. And uh, and Skelly's going to ask you a bunch of things about yourself. Okay. All right. So you come from a very interesting
1: background and you have a very interesting record label and you play in very interesting band but let's go back a little bit farther than that when did you what's your first experience with music like how are young are you when you become interested in music maybe play an instrument or just even find something that really clicks with you that you're just like you know i really like this i really gravitate towards this form of art for enjoyment and for production and for creating but just first first for enjoyment what was the first thing that connected with you
2: Oh man. Um I remember I was super young. I don't mm-hmm. remember the exact age. Yeah. Probably grade school, but my my grandparents bought me like a keyboard um where the keys light up to like teach you how to play songs. And it just came in like I didn't ask for it for Christmas or anything like that. I just got it for Christmas <laughs> Thank and you. Wow. and I don't know i sat down on that and i just learned like a bunch of classical piano pieces just sitting there over and over and that was like you
1: learned them Wait, you read the you just listened to it and tried to play it or you would
2: no, the keys would light up like the correct oh. keys had a little light in them oh so, wow you know, oh that's <laughs> awesome yeah it, it was really helpful so that's it would if you played it wrong it wouldn't go to the next keys yet so you had to like to get through the song you had to play all the correct keys so that was kind of my very first experience with music. Um, I, I was like obsessed with it, just sitting there learning like Fur lease and Turkish March wow. and all, all <laughs> these classical pieces as wow. a little kid. And then um, in school, I played what first like a viola uh, in fourth grade. You could start in like the orchestra, and then I played the trumpet, and then I played the saxophone, and then in wow. sixth grade when I was twelve. I don't remember why, but I was in the car like listening to some song. I wish I could remember what song it was, but uh, there's a guitar in it, and I was like, "I just asked my dad if I could play guitar," and um, he said, "Okay, I'll get you an acoustic for your birthday, but you can't get an electric until you like take lessons." Yeah, it's <laughs> like uh-huh. okay. <laughs> That's um, what my parents did is it yeah yeah <laughs> uh because yeah the, the acoustic is way harder to play so if you can play that so you know, do you, you know theory it's
1: like a little barrier of entry they try to set up like we'll see how much you really want this Are we gonna yeah. deal with that noise in the house
0: or not <laughs> do you, so do you know theory uh
2: no okay so you i only took theory. lessons no gotcha. um i took lessons for about six months when i was like 12 years old and um I was on an Air Force base at the time, and the guy who was teaching me, he was kind of a jazz player, so okay. I did learn some, like, jazz chords, and the way he taught was a little different, like, he would teach in a way where you, you would, like, learn chords right away. It wasn't, like, a boring way. It was like, oh, I can, like, already play a little tune or something. So mm-hmm. was, uh, I took that, and then he he got hired to play in, like, the Air Force rock band, I guess it's called. Oh, So he wow. just tours. And- <sighs> And he plays like air force bases for like events or whatever. That's wow. his job
1: so in the military is, now. They, they, so like, is it a? They play like covers and stuff.
2: Um, not that I know to too much, much never, about the air force rock band. Yeah,
1: I never saw him all play. top all Top Gun soundtrack covers. <laughs>
2: yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I never saw them play. He just, I just, he left one day. I was like, oh, he moved. What? Okay, I guess I'm done <laughs> guess with lessons. Is, done <laughs> Damn. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry so,
1: hollywood was calling
2: <laughs> so um this big break yeah he left and then i guess he told my my parents like yeah you can get him uh an electric guitar now or something oh, so that's awesome Please. yeah so i got one of those and that was like the last i ever took of like learning lessons i basically knew a couple scales and a couple of chord shapes like a lot of chords You'd probably like 30 different chords or something. But um, then from then on, like from 12 on I do, I was starting bands. I was like mm-hmm. playing different songs. The first song I ever learned to play by like looking it up online was um, the fountains of Wayne. Stacy's mom. <laughs> Stacy's mom. Yes. <Yeah>. Nice. <laughs> that very, very nice.
1: Song not bad too, because that's like a very like good, like pop structure song. You know what I mean? Like it's not a yeah. bad place to start. Pounce of Wayne in general Not not band to start with that band to start with if you're just looking to like understand how music works you know how a pop song works
2: yep yep and quickly okay. I got in I got into uh heavier and heavier music basically
1: mm. um what what was heavier that you got started getting into
2: trying to think
1: this is like the mid 90s I guess or late 90s
0: um yeah I kind of want to know you how you transition to like like heavier more violent music as yeah, well wait,
2: what what's what do we what's your what, we, what was we your go gateway from drug.
0: to what's next
2: so this is like early 2000s I was 12 okay. I was born in 90s so you okay. know it was like 2002 3 something like that um I it was like a mixture of things so one people at school would like show me bands and I yeah. started to think they were cool there's like, uh, I, like I said, I lived on an Air Force base. There's this like computer lab that everyone would hang out with. There's like oh, okay. 10 computers lined up in a room and people would be like playing music videos of different bands. And I would awesome. you know, hear that and I'd be like, oh, that sounds cool. And, you know, I'd, I'd learn from people like that. Um, and then MTV, I'd watch like music videos, Headbangers Ball. I found like horse, nice. horse band and yeah
0: oh horse the band nice oh i love horse Uh, the band it's It's kind of interesting to like
1: yeah yeah absolutely it's just kind of interesting to be on oh yeah another good example yeah it's just very interesting to be like in this sort of like insular area where like you know like where was the cool place that we hung out at oh there's a few computers lined up that the kids would go to and play music videos this is very interesting how contained it was how contained the uh the, the culture was music videos music were so in.
0: important back then i remember watching the music video for lincoln park's uh one step closer and it was like took forever to load it was like QuickTime time or some shit thought that shit <laughs> was so cool <laughs>
2: yeah the, a couple i remember well pure volume was a really big site back then right too. i, I remember pure remember volume
0: a lot of free um, downloads on pure volume in the late 2000s
2: yeah um that's where like under oath was a big band for me early shit, on yeah uh, and then, total opposite end of the spectrum. But this band from uh, Norway called Dimmu Borgir. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah, Dimmu Borgir. Sense for you. Yeah. yeah,
1: that makes now. Now I see where we're getting into this uh, through the metal.
2: Kind of like I didn't get super into metal until way later on. Like I was more into like hardcore, screamo. What, what hardcore were you listening nice. to?
0: Like scrams and shit. Wait, what, what,
1: yeah. What, what what hardcore were you listening to? And what like screamy stuff were you listening to?
2: I mean. Super early on, it was like Silverstein, um, Under Oath, Norma Jean, The Chariot. Fuck yeah, Norma Jean. Fuck yeah, me. Josh Scogin. Yeah, Josh Scogin. Um, All that kind of stuff. And I mean, my, I guess, second biggest band before Ghostbath was called Eye Apparatus. And that's kind of what we were modeled after. Like, we loved being super noisy and crazy. Like, we wouldn't wear shoes or socks on stage. We'd climb. Right. on like the equipment hang from ceilings and stuff like that fucking envy
0: did that when i saw them live where they like joked oh, envy. on a stack of I guitar i love envy a stack envy. of oh, like envy. amps i love, I love envy. Awesome. I lo- fucking love yeah.
1: envy dude you listen Same. to any anything you listen to like converge anything like that
2: oh yeah oh yeah definitely
1: i i just dj the after parties for this is hardcore festival in philadelphia
0: actually oh yeah you did nice
2: yeah yeah, I got super lucky. I got to play with Converge one show. Oh, ooh, amazing. That's in cool. Uh, Germany. It was my second show ever in ooh. Europe. I was like, holy <laughs> Yeah.
0: Damn, that a lot of King work. we had King Quartz then- on and he was talking about touring uh Europe. Can't remember the damn name of the band, but anyways, didn't mean to cut you off.
2: Oh no, you're fine. Um Yeah, I just remember I was like in the green room, we were getting like whatever food we got. I'm like, what? How am I like sitting Next to like Kurt Ballou right now, just like eating a oh sandwich. I was like yeah, I nuts. know, right?
1: <laughs> right. Phenomenal guitars, amazing producer. It was God City, I think, is where his like his name of his studio. where He's produced yep. so many different people. Yeah, that's, yep. that's that's fucking outstanding. I love Converge.
2: Yeah, you fail me. I really liked and obviously oh, that's like Jane Doe. Yeah, yeah, I like those
0: a lot. Were you ever a fan of like the three one G guys like the Locust, Erebon Radar, Holy
2: Molar? I love three. A little bit. I got into yeah, them a for a little bit. bit. I remember the Locust nice. and yeah. Uh, I wasn't super Caribbean. into them, but I, I had I had a couple of those albums, Holy Muller and the Locus, Nice.
0: Yeah, Headwound City. They did that that shit with the uh, Blood Brothers and yeah yeah yeahs guitarist. I oh, they I loved Blood love
2: Blood Brothers them. so much. Oh,
0: dude, me too. Oh, Blood Brothers, <laughs> a huge is Blood Brothers yeah. fan. Yeah. Well, that's all like early two thousands
1: too. Then were you? In, I guess you were listening to that too. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So so now you are you were making music. You, you're, you're getting your sound together. You're figuring out the kind of music you like. So what bands are you playing? What's your band that you're playing in around this era?
2: That era is called Eye Apparatus. Oh, um, yeah. And yeah, we were just uh, super noisy. Had like a wall of sound, super loud, oh, like orange one,
1: amps. Oh, and this is what you're, with the this, shoot? This, OK, I got you. All right, so you're doing yeah, that. I, I got, everything. Okay, like that take was just shoes and socks yes, play, yes. like
2: throw our guitars around. <laughs> like, like the end of the set, we just like take them off, throw them into the crowd, stuff like that. You know? Amazing. That's <laughs> um, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Uh shoot. Yeah, I think the the coolest thing we ever did with that band was we won like the little Battle of the Bands Warp Tour thing and got to play one stage. Oh one shit, time. really? Yeah, nice. In, that's uh, cool. Minneapolis.
0: That's that real cool, cool but
2: that's amazing so did you kind of
1: know that this is what you wanted to do you wanted to do music
2: oh yeah definitely like as soon as um i started my first band i basically as soon as i hit high school i just quit every sport like i was playing a lot of basketball <laughs> no um, shit nice state like state level basketball football Ooh, soccer wow. all no that shit stuff. and then uh, you did it all you're like fuck this music. Yeah, I was like, well, I could practice guitar, or I could go to uh, basketball practice and and run laps. I'm like, eh, guess I'll stay home and play guitar. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in high school during this time period. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. And well, I started in middle school, um, yeah. but I was still playing sports at that time. And then, yeah, in high school, I started um, my apparatus. Yeah.
1: Wow. And so you continue doing these bands. You continue, you know, getting some pretty some pretty cool accolades for a young band, too. Um, now high school's ending. What do you decide to do now?
2: Yeah, so I was like, you know, we got to really try this thing. Uh, we got to go all in. And so we went on this super long tour. It was like a month and a half or something. Wow. DIY booked. Good. And just got wrecked like really <laughs> no one came to any of the shows oh no, no. Were super long. we had van trouble we had no money the whole time My i mean God. oh that's rough that's um, cra- That
1: that's crazy man like that's such a big decision to be like to finish high school and to be like you know what like that takes like a lot of guts to be like it really I'm does fucking do this shit i'm gonna put off other things and this is what i'm gonna do and like because it, it takes grit, you know what I mean? Yeah, it and does. what you were just saying about, like, I'm going to let you get back to it in a second, but I just want to acknowledge, like, that's a big deal when people do that. And that's, like, a, yeah. a scary thing, too. And you're right. It probably, and then you, the first time you do it, it's exactly, I guess, what you were saying. So, you know, you were saying you, you, no one came to any sh- any
0: shows.
2: Yeah. What yeah. was, like, the uh, rock
0: bottom moment?
2: Uh, it was in Florida. Florida
0: imagine um
2: (laughs) wow in florida yeah Yeah. and we we played the show we were like at the end of any money that we had and we're like you know what we can just get to this show we'll get some money we'll be able to get out of here and there's like three people there and the promoter just left without paying us and we just had nothing (laughs) oh
0: no that's awful i'm so sorry (laughs) okay i guess we live in florida now
2: and at the time, we were super inspired by. I don't know if you saw that Horse of the Band documentary. It was like twelve hours long. There's
0: a uh, no, what no, a twelve hour long Horse the out. Band documentary.
2: Yeah, they I like them, the but not
0: that much. <laughs> <laughs> they,
2: they did a DIY tour around the world and did, made a oh, wow. twelve hour documentary of it. Um, and we really we had watched that right before touring. We we're like, oh yeah, we're like, we can do this. Like these guys. Yeah, never would and have. Oh, we don't have fans though. (laughs) That's one problem. You know, never never would have guessed (laughs) Um, horse the band would have been the
0: inspiration. That's interesting. Yeah,
2: Yeah, so I don't know, we like our drummer at the time his house had flooded. There's like a huge flood in North Dakota. Um it like the half the city flooded and destroyed everyone's houses. Like Ooh, poor dude some kind of dam in Canada. They had to open because it had, like, snowed so much that year and melted too much, and it just all came in and flooded because there's, like, a river that runs oh, through the city. So could. he couldn't make it, and he was the one who booked the tour, and I just remember just, like, mad at him the whole time. Like, why did you book this <laughs> place? <laughs> but he, he was helpful. He would, like, send us money to help us get to the next place. Oh, stuff. man. That's, you better keep oh, him around. God. That's, the, that's love. I, I remember we even, like, called, like, some random t-shirt company we had like a sponsor from like some small company and they helped us out too so yeah we were just barely scraping by um damn looking back at it it was super cool and i'm glad i did it because it like helps me appreciate any time the show's good a lot more you know and uh, yeah so after that um we didn't we didn't like quit after that we did like a couple more smaller tours but it just kind of fizzled out at some point and I was like you know what I tried it I did everything I could but I'm just gonna like go to college <laughs> and <Okay>. so <laughs> so I quit the band went to college um for a couple years and then halfway through this is where like Ghostbath started I was like you know I can't not make music like it was just something I had to do so I was like even if it's just by myself in my room plug in my guitar make some music so that's what I did and I wasn't really trying to make it anywhere. I wasn't really trying to do anything, and of course, that's when things started like taking off for me, basically. And really? um, by the time I was a senior, I signed to Nuclear Blast, and I was like, "It's crazy." I don't really care about college, but I'm halfway through senior year, so I'm going to finish it anyway. And well, how I did, did you get
1: picked college. up by Nuclear Blast? Like, what was the? How did okay. that even happen? Yeah, because I'm. I mean, like, you know, that's crazy. That's a. It's a tremendous, tremendous like. Uh... Acknowledgement of, of what you're doing to get signed to yeah. a label like that. So, how did that happen?
2: Um, let me think. So, I had recorded two things on my own just in my bedroom and put them up on Bandcamp, and they're actually doing really well like, better than anything I ever did with my band. I'm like, this is crazy. So, promoted at all, or not really. No, um, I think people up a just blog or something? found it. Yeah, a few blogs picked it up awesome. and like. Some tiny smaller labels, one in China, one in Russia, um, awesome. released some CDs. Yeah. And yeah, let's see. Oh, okay. So, so that started rolling and I was like, wait, this is like, this is it. This, I got to try this again. And so,
1: yeah, man, that's awesome.
2: I was delivering pizza at the time. I saved up like a thousand dollars, um, over the course of like a year and I got in my car and drove 24 hours to bay city michigan from north dakota Jesus. to record it Jesus in a Christ. studio yeah. i i could only afford like three days and he gave me a deal to yeah. re- give me three days of studio time and okay. so I, I recorded an album called moon lover in three yeah. days um i hit a deer on the way there oh my god Jesus. so you used to live in north in north dakota Oh yeah, I'm sorry if I didn't mention that. Oh, no, yeah, that's, that's fine. I lived just, in North Dakota. Wild. Minot, not North Dakota. Yeah. So, nice. so um,
1: you hit a deer on the way back or towards or going to it? On the way towards. Um, oh my god. Okay. You must be like
0: I hope this you is were not like, a bad omen. I don't care. I'm going anyways. I'm going yeah, anyway. No deer's going to stop me.
2: Fuck that deer. And I made the mistake of going through the upper peninsula of Michigan okay. and in the middle of the night and like the trees are like over the road like right next to the road and I'm just like oh, going my. like 70 miles an hour right. and a deer just like takes uh, off right in front of me um i hit nuts. it i had to like stop i got a hotel room at like 3 a.m until like yeah. 7 a.m <laughs> just what yeah, like, you did nap and yeah. then i like called the i had to like do a police report to like file for insurance yeah and I'm, oh my god you haven't even somehow. gone to the studio yet oh my god no. <laughs> crazy and i made it the rest of the way somehow Whew. um Jesus. in my car which was Hell like yeah Super smashed up. I just drove the rest of the way. It was fine. Deer oh, so it was like, Thank God it was it
0: drivable. God damn. Yeah, I know. Oh my god. That's it a good was. sign. That means they like,
2: yeah. Um, until I wanted to go back home. Yeah, <laughs> oh right.
0: no. That's where they get you. <laughs>
1: but it yeah. got you there. Like imagine. Exactly. imagine I know. Imagine. Imagine if that deer had stopped you from like Jesus, getting there. But no, but based on like pure passion and necessity and like drive. No pun intended when I say drive, that this got you LMAO. got there and we were able to record that um record the EP. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's phenomenal. And then as soon as you got the EP, you know, the 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 gods are like, okay, we've done enough for you. Happy <laughs> like, little your, accident.
2: Your, your yeah, three days. Out. The three days are up. I get back on the highway. Um, I'm like five miles out and the the temperature gauge just shoots all the oh, way yeah. up. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so
1: yeah. <laughs> this is the deer gang revenge on me
2: yeah so i had to like get towed back i stayed in the studio for like two weeks it took them to like, oh get no way <laughs> it was it was total it was like five thousand six thousand worth of damage like oh my God. jesus two um,
1: weeks you had to stay there
2: yeah i went golfing with the producer i hung out with his uh it was his in-laws house that all the bands stay at which is kind of cool they're really nice people uh played like wee bowling with them a bunch and uh damn shout out them the for time. being
0: cool about it Wow, and not just being I like well
2: be- tough shit bud yeah,
0: no they're the really.
2: nicest, nicest people ever they let all the damn. bands stay there and they take pictures with them and stuff it's really cool um yeah and then i end up i i recorded like a cover of dire dire docs from oh n64, yeah mario wow. n64 because <laughs> we were bored this is never he heard new- it's okay he got a new uh, microphone, and they're like, oh, I could like sweep on the ground, and that could be like the, the sound of the shaker in the song. And then oh, we like yeah. made it okay. all crazy. Oh, that's so cool. Anyway, so all cool. right. Yeah. So I recorded that album, got back. Yeah. I, I shopped it to a bunch of labels. Nobody answered except for like this Just random label in Europe.
1: Yep. Did you make like a press kit for it, or did you? I'm just email. You know, I'm, I'm just asking. Oh, email. You just emailed, and like you just kind of gave the background of the band and or, of your project that is to say, and like what you're going for. Is that like what did you say?
2: Um, I try to keep it as simple as possible. You know, yeah. when I when I do emails, because that's what. well now I know that that's what All I like. Razor baby. Owner. Um, yeah. yeah. So just like, hey, this is the music. This is like the aesthetic, and like, yeah. do you want to? Release something with us. It's doing really well on Bandcamp. I don't remember if I gave them numbers or whatever. Yeah. Um, Okay. But yeah, just this random label in Europe called Northern Silence. They're the only ones to bite. They gave me a three record deal. um, Wow. Wow. For just a physical deal in Europe. And I was like, okay, deal. Like, this is the most I've ever got. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I could either pick like money or a certain amount of records to sell myself, which I did the records and made more than I would with the the money advance oh, as a product wow. kind of option thing. Wow. Um, when that came out, Moon Lover, which is like kind of our biggest album still yeah. to this day, mm-hmm. um, a bunch of press started picking it up and I noticed it was kind of like a snowball effect. So the very first um, website was Stereo Gum. Oh and, ooh, yeah. okay. Nice. Can
1: I ask what time frame is what time frame are we talking about right now? Like, what's 2015. The year? 2015. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would have thought it would have been way earlier. I thought it was going to be earlier than that, but 2015, okay.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, because I had quit the band between then, went to college, did oh, okay. three and a half, four years, uh, did Ghostbath. Yeah, so it was yeah, 2015. Um, okay. So
1: then Stereo Gum picks it up. Stereogum did it, yeah. and
2: then Pitchfork did a little thing on it, not like a review or anything yeah. on the band. And then like everyone kept and then uh vice did stuff on it it's like an infamous article wow. from vice.
0: unreal um, and it just
2: like, blew up really quick um and that's kind of when i got a call from century media like ran on my phone was Unbelievable! like <laughs> on your fucking phone <laughs> while, while i'm delivering pizza i was like what fucking is this? crazy okay um and it was a super nice guy named Steve Joe. He now works for Prosthetic Records, but um, he was talking to me about it. And then I called my producer because my producer worked, the one in Michigan works with a bunch of bands and labels. I'm like, hey, I'm getting like labels calling me. What should I do? And um, he really helped me out. And I'm glad like, you had
1: someone to talk to. You know what right? I mean? It's
2: really, yeah. that's like a difficult thing when you're like yeah. this kind of attention
1: out of nowhere that you haven't been used to. You've been making music for so long and like all of a sudden, like bam, you're just – you're just the apple of these record labels' eye. And you're like, well, yeah. you don't want to fuck it up. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. Right? So then what did, yeah. you, what, did, what did he say to you? Um, Do
2: you he have- said I should put together a press kit really quick, like an online one. And so yeah. I did that, and I showed it to him. We kind of worked on that for a day or two. And then Such he's like,
1: nice I'm, nice. awesome. I'm going
2: to send this out to all these labels, like Nuclear Blast, Season yeah. of Mist. Um, he... Who else? Roadrunner. Like wow. I talked to so many labels. Um that is insane. Were calling me just That's because insane. of these like articles and just because <laughs> I don't That's know That's insane.
1: That is so organic, too, the way this occurred. That is insane.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And so these labels are calling me like I'm at home, they're like, hey. You know what? Just go to our website, pick out any vinyl you want. We'll send it to you. I don't like. They're just trying what? to like wow. get me to sign with them.
1: <laughs> Am I, by, bribing you with vinyl? That's yeah. so funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't even like collect vinyl back then too much. Like I had <laughs> yeah. a few, but I was like, okay, this that's is crazy.
1: What? What It's what like, a right? cra- a surreal man. That's crazy to have the, the biggest metal labels, the bi- the biggest metal labels in the world contacting you, and like not too long ago, you were like dodging a deer on the road. Yeah, right.
2: yeah. I mean, at the time, talking to them delivering pizza <laughs> and stuff too. Um, it's
1: pretty <laughs> <Yeah. funny. laughs> ah, that's great. In between pizza deliveries, you're talking yeah. to like Roadrunner Records.
0: Yep, yep. <laughs> Are you uh, um, comfortable discussing what Lux brought up about Deaf Heaven? Yeah. So what?
2: What? What was brought up? Deaf Heaven went after you guys. What? Oh, okay. Um, this is why. Well, okay. There's a lot of reasons why I don't like. <laughs> she said no in all caps.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, that's a hot take. Uh,
2: yeah like music journalists will try to get you to say and seem a certain way and i think they're trying to create beef between us where you did uh, mention
0: know. that after the urap Aya article you you really don't like music journalists i noticed that
2: yeah because they they try to uh i don't know they've done a, well, lot, they a, a story. lot of make but yeah they want to make a story and they don't Those care about like, yeah how it affects you or or other people so um Facts they they like presented some things to Def Evan trying to make it seem like we ripped them off or something oh. which i i don't know <laughs> something like that but uh and then they got them to like say one response or something i don't remember exactly what was said but we played a show with them in italy later on and we hung out and we were friends and I don't, there's no beef, so I don't. Know. I mean,
1: if anything, <laughs> just creating like a fake beef, maybe even just it maybe, it probably helped you a little bit. Probably helped get the band more attention.
2: Yeah, I could see that. I, don't I know. mean, there may or may it's not, not actually be it. beef between
0: us and Funny Net, and now look at us—we're famous. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We we were we were called like Deaf Heaven a lot. I don't think we sound like them. I no, mean, I don't. I don't think they, so either. I think we're in the same couple of genres but i think there's the the other genres that we delve into are different than the ones Def heaven do like i they they listen to like the smiths and stuff coming up and more shoegaze stuff and i never did and i come from obviously like more hardcore background midwest the band horse the band type <laughs> stuff yeah. so uh no I don't shoegaze know. I think damn influences that are different when no yeah. shoegaze yeah, I never really listened to Shoe guys growing up. I've I've listened to black gaze, which is shoe guys and black metal put yeah, together. I've like Amasier's
0: and yeah. yeah.
2: And Alcest and Alcest, yeah. Like
0: Do you fuck with Jesu?
2: Um, like the, a tiny bit. Our drummer was super into it, but I never Yeah.
0: Nice, nice. All right.
1: So now yeah. you what ha- what made you so now you're getting ready to sign to uh, one of these labels now, correct?
2: Yeah. So my producer again Josh Schroeder shout out to him if you want to record anything metal he, d- he did like the uh I can't remember the name that Will Ramos I don't know what his band is called. Lorna Shore that's oh, yeah that blew up he did their record but anyway he's super cool he got us a manager he got us an attorney and all wow. those people together oh, wow okay figured out who I should sign with which it ended up being nuclear blast and it's a complicated deal because I'm still on—I was still on Northern Silence in Europe for physical, yeah. but I, with Nuclear Blast, I was digital world worldwide, and then North America for physical. So it's kind of both labels at the same time. Nice. But yeah, um, I, I was talking to like—it was Monty Connor, is the guy from Nuclear Blast he used to work for Roadrunner back in the day. He signed bands like Sepultura and like Typo Negative. Ooh, and, holy shit. Okay. Wow. That's like the like, like like classic
1: Roadrunner days.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So like it was, all of this was like super surreal. Now I'm like used to it. It's been years, but like at the time, it was just like things happening every day. I was just like couldn't believe and it, it was just like, what is going on right now? So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Monty Connery is nice. I just saw him in Brooklyn uh, when we played in, uh, in March... He came out. He comes out to hang out and talk with us and stuff like that. So yeah, we signed with Nuclear Blast again. Three record deal, which that's now over. So is the Northern Silence one. So for our next record, we kind of have free reign to go wherever. But that's sort of how it happened. Yeah. Wow.
0: You could that's release good. it on Geometric Lullaby.
2: I could. I did. I've I pressed one thing myself, but I, it wasn't on the label. But I like pressed in shipped it myself, one of the records.
0: Nice. Self released. Well, what like? So what's it like touring now?
1: Now that you have, now that it's like it's not like the first time you were touring quit the first time. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: right. Um way the different. up is real. So there's there's still okay, there's like a huge gap in touring in the US as yeah. opposed to touring in Europe. So two totally different experiences. In the US yeah. people still kinda don't give a shit about you, like um the promoters and stuff. You don't get like food. You get here's ten dollars, go buy what you want to eat. That's what you get in the US. While in right, Europe wow. you get in Europe you show up, you have like a meat and cheese tray, fruit oh, and wow. vegetables freshly cut up, a, really? a fridge full of like beer and water and whatever we want, a couple bottles of whiskey on the table. That's when we show up. Then wow. we do our sound check. When we're done, they cook you a fresh meal. <laughs> Whoa! Like, are you wow. kidding me? No. <laughs> like, wow! Didn't King yeah, George like say something stars. like that too? Like there's the European tour experience is way better. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I
1: didn't even hesitate. Yeah, yes, because
2: I mean, these were these were smaller tours. Like these were clubs that were like four or five hundred people in Europe wow. that were doing that. And I've played like on huge tours in the U.S. with like bigger bands, like opening for them. And Man. not even nothing like we got right. Dollars. Here's dollars. water for the stage. That's it. Like yeah. Holy Damn. shit.
1: That's insane. Yeah. Who is that? What's what's your what's your favorite tour you've been on?
2: Um. Okay. There's two. So one is the first tour I did in Europe. Um. I toured with Black Dahlia Murder, Dying Fetus, Goat nice. Horror, and nice. us, which is like death metal and we're not death metal, so I don't know yeah. how that happened, but I right. am happy you did. Uh, the shows are super awesome. It was that one that we also played with Converge, and we nice. also ended up playing like the main stage of a festival called Bloodstock.
1: Wow. That's which a, is, like, I love that outdoor, name for
2: open air festival in the UK. Oh, we played at, like eleven in the morning. And I was like <laughs> <Nice. "Cause laughs> that's so main fun. Stage. And we were like not a Keep huge that shit band, out of the way right. so you can party. Yeah. Well, uh, Okay, so the story of that one is <laughs> um, we show up. So like schedules are super tight on on tour still. So we, we show up that morning, load everything in. I'm like worried no one's going to show up. <laughs> and we're like right. a black little band playing in like in the morning sun. Like it, it was very <laughs> strange. And the guy, this is our like first big tour, really ever, and so we're all like, we don't know what to do, we don't know how this works. And the guy comes up to us, he's like, "Do you want me to introduce you guys?" So it's like, "Yeah, (laughs) please." I don't want to talk. So (laughs) (laughs) I like to start off the entire like tour. He's like, "All right, everyone, Ghost Buff, (laughs) Ghost (laughs) ghost. Buff, Ghost Buff." (laughs) This <laughs> must be how they do it in
1: Europe. The, guy, yeah. the British man comes on stage as your and when says. We were
2: like setting up really quick. There is like nobody out there. It's like a camp out festival. <laughs> nice. But then when we walk out on stage, it's just people as far as I can see. I just like, oh, oh this fucking is unreal. Come crazy out of nowhere. Picture. That's yeah. insanity.
0: And everyone wow. yeah. goes
2: <laughs> And uh, crazy. I, I lost my voice that morning. Oh, no. There is just so much going on. And then uh, we played we get off stage we have to go directly to a signing tent we go in there sign records for like about an hour people like come through and like wow. shake their hand that's crazy Very that cool. crazy
1: signing records like that
2: <sighs> yeah never done that before and then Amazing. right after that there's like an hour of interviews so we had to like go stand with different people with like microphones and cameras and stuff Damn. and then we're like all right we got to go because we got to get to Belgium. And then we just left. It was like so quick and like so much at once. It was like hard to take it all in, you know, that is wild. So cool. Wow. That's so cool.
0: That was the first uh, favorite, right? Yeah. What? You yeah, said there yeah, were two yeah. favorites.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was the first favorite. Oh, and also um, they had crack and rum for free. Like we had our own trailer and I was like super drunk for the interviews. But anyway, <laughs> Um <laughs> Uh, the set. My second favorite was Devastation on the Nation. It's like a named tour in the U.S. Um, and that was a tour with Borknagar from Norway and Rotting Christ from Greece. And we were wait, we were third in the lineup. There's like six bands, and it was just like the perfect slot. All the shows were huge and like cool venues, like. I would almost prefer to play like right before the headliners every time because everyone's there. No one's tired. Of music I know. Right. Yet. It's not super yeah. late. Like it's, it's, it's great. Sad. The middle Dude, of the ticket is great.
0: the sweet spot, like 8 PM.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah we were like at eight 30 every night or something, nice. something like that. So yeah, that was my, my second favorite tour probably. No. Yeah. What's your All favorite right. band you opened for? favorite band i or like like for. biggest
0: honor like craziest coolest accolade let me think let
2: me think uh okay as so, well if you don't count like festivals cuz i mean you're playing with a bunch of different bands i don't really right. think that counts um probably <laughs> probably the black no Die is murder, probably. They're probably mm. the coolest band. Well,
1: yeah, I see, I see. they're from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. All right. Yeah. So,
2: yeah.
1: how do you get involved
0: in vaporwave? <laughs> yeah, let's hear it.
2: Oh yeah, vaporwave. <laughs> Where does that come
1: um, on here? Yeah, let's hear the story. how did you discover it? I'm, like, I'm like, we're it? an hour away. How do you get involved in
0: vaporwave? Let's get to <laughs> yeah, that now. let's
1: get that Obviously, shit it's done. Fascinating. But you just you know, the the, the ghost bass stuff is fascinating though. I mean, I, I want, but we gotta to get to this too now.
2: Yeah, I dabble. Um Let's see. How do you get
1: involved in that? When's that come onto your radar?
2: When did I find it? Like 20, 2016, probably, I found okay. on the sidebar of a YouTube video came up Floral Shop. And oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. Cool. And, you know, at first I didn't like it, actually. And over time it grew on me a little bit. And then I downloaded it. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then I started researching it more, kind of... You know, I'm always like curious about new music, and yeah. I found like the Vaporwave Cassette Club on Facebook. Join uh, that. Yeah, you
1: learn more about the whole culture that was happening there. Of like this, like,
2: yeah, yeah, and I, I posted. I can't remember what I posted, but somebody responded, and it was Secret Schools, like the. Oh uh, uh, yeah, out they out are schools. actually in chat right, brilliant, right now. Uh, brilliant uh, art director,
0: very very brilliant skilled brilliant artist.
2: artist. Right right now. Yeah, so shout he... out Secret
1: Schools, brilliant art director.
2: He was like, "Hey, uh, skilled. I can uh, talk to you about vaporwave or teach you about it. Let me give you a call." And I was like, "A call? What? Wow. <laughs> I know, right?" <laughs> <laughs> so he called me and like talked to me about vaporwave, and I like showed him what I was working on because I, I start. I was like, "Oh, I could do this," and I made like an album called, "What was it called? Like Suburban Mall or something?" That was just sounded like floral shop, basically. Um, I never released it because it, it was just like super vanilla, like classic vaporwave. And he's like, you know, I showed it to him, and he's like, "This is actually pretty cool." I was like, "Oh, okay." I, I don't know. It's, I, I'm like brand <laughs> yeah. new to the genre. He's
1: like, "You're like you're the expert." Great. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, it's it's all right." And then I found. Oh, he showed me um Death Dynamic Shroud. I'll try living like this, and then oh, just awesome. like. Other changed ideas. everything for me because it was kind of like an artsier, darker feel and it just yep. I was like yeah. this this is what I like. <laughs> like mm-hmm. um, you do kind of I, gravitate
0: I, towards the dark vaporwave I've noticed.
2: Yeah, yeah that's that's definitely my vibe and um, definitely, definitely more mysterious I yeah I love the mystery. I like it in metal I like it in vaporwave Yeah, so, um yeah so then I made From there, I made that Electric Spectre album, the first one, Arctic Circuitry. And I sent that out, and John from Business Casual was nice enough to give me a chance and put it out on cassette. And I was like, Shout out to Business Casual. Yeah, definitely. definitely.
0: Love those guys.
2: Um, Yeah, now I live live in Pittsburgh, and so does he. So we hang out all the time. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so he put that out for me, and I was like, I think coming from the backgrounds that I did, I wasn't really from electronic music. I was able to make some sort of different with Arctic circuitry. Cause I don't know. I kind of made blast beats in a way on it by like speeding uh, things cool up. up. I mean, the basic idea was just, Oh, everyone's slowing down music. I'm going to make it faster. And that's the the entire concept of that album. I was like, if it, and it sounds kind of like icy and cold. So uh, that's where I came up with the name and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I made the second album, Cosmic Creator, pretty soon after that, the same year. And I couldn't really find anyone to put it out for me. And I was like, I should just make like a band camp and just make a bunch of like music on my own and just like put it all in one spot, even if it's different names and stuff like that. So I like made the band camp and at the time I had moved to the middle of nowhere in Iowa on a farm ooh, in a town ooh. of like 300 people. Um, my wife's aunt owned like the property. I was like, Oh, that'll be cool. Like when I'm not touring cause touring is like super crazy. And there's like, you're in a different city Very every night there's people yeah. everywhere. So when I go home, it'll be like quiet. She's like, you know, nobody there I can relax. So <laughs> I was there and I was like, Maybe I could do some cassettes. People like cassettes, and it seems like nobody ships out their cassettes when you order it, or I don't even know if I'm going to receive a cassette if I place an order. Like, back then, that was a a bigger problem than it is now, luckily. But, like, I just remember that being, like, a huge thing. Like, oh, I'm going to place an order for this random cassette. We'll see if it shows up or not. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, I was like, I could – I could make some cassettes of my stuff and I made the RuneScape album at that time and yeah. I made some cassettes of that and I was like, let me get a few other artists to do and I did like Mindspring Memories, Gateway 2000 Love that album Hell yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah! Just listening to uh, Mindspring Memories today you Got great taste
2: yeah. So yeah, I put up like the RuneScape cassettes first and I did about 50 of them, like I had that's all I could afford to like buy um i it was like 500 dollars or something i put on on a card and they sold out like right away i was like wait a minute this is cool maybe i should do this more (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah i I kept putting out cassettes and they kept selling out right away and i was like okay let's keep doing this this going Wow. so i started doing batches of like five at a time instead of just yeah. one at a time and yeah. and i would like hand pack them all myself as like oh let's make the packaging cool let's put like tarot cards in there yeah let's uh do the obi strips i love how obi strips look did, you, did and, you have
1: secret schools helping you with this at this point was that were you doing the art direction yet or no um because i, I no. just i love i love the art direction that secret schools does for those box sets and everything i think it's some of those brilliant work i've ever seen
2: yeah he he's amazing at that and uh yeah, I, I didn't start really working with him till later on just because mostly because there's no way i'd be able to afford to pay him when i first started you know yeah, i can imagine <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah
1: he's so fucking talented
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah but he was he was more like uh advice like someone i could like bounce ideas off That's of. Awesome. Or, yeah. you know that that kind of help um also i, I do want to shout out jeff from a vape error, um, plus 100 records. Mm-hmm. He was a huge help in like the label side of things. I'd be like, how do I send this? Or how do I do this? And he would like, he would help me. He was kind of wow. a mentor in a way. Yeah, definitely. Shut up, Jeff. Yeah, are, uh, and then what's up?
0: Oh, no, just gonna let the chat know, uh, we're getting to the point where we can start taking user submitted questions, but I, I don't mean to interrupt you, bud, I'm sorry. All We're good? about to throw you to the wolves, so enjoy the peace while you can. Okay,
2: so, I'm try so, to get through this quicker. No, no, um, no that's okay. You're doing good. No, Relax. don't speed anything up. i to hear great. It. Right. Okay. i wanna so wanna much keep fun. This.
0: Relax. Uh,
1: So anyway, you're you're the label's picking up momentum. You're starting to figure out how it works. Um, okay. What? Wh- so then, I guess. What, what, what next?
2: So then, um, I decide to do vinyl for the first time, and wow. which is a huge step. And yeah. Cost, time, risk, like everything. All right. And I basically had to sell my entire vaporwave cassette and collection. Oh no! The- oh, wow. God, that um, blows. It does. I mean, it does. But I'm obviously glad I did it. <laughs> it's
1: <funny.
2: laughs> um, it's it sucked. Like I had, I had been collecting tons of vaporwave cassettes. Like I had some really expensive um telepath. I had some the entire dds collection at the time signed yeah. by them i like sent wow. away oh that's yeah. awesome wow. so yeah i had a ton of stuff and i you really I did got it.
1: into vaporwave
2: when you got into it yeah i got obsessed <laughs> you
1: with got it. into it man like super wow into it.
2: that's just the personality i am though like yeah. if i get into something i'm either like obsessed or i just don't care about it so like i mean <laughs> like
0: yeah. So, yeah i was just obsessed go in and
2: full yeah. I feel that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was spending all my time doing that. I was on a farm. I had all the time in the world. I was designing stuff, um, which, you know, I, I failed graphic design in college. And mm-hmm. um, I don't like college, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> college, uh, I don't like it. Geometric lullaby. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then my first vinyl was Mindspring Memories Gateway 2000. Thank Sick. you so much, Angel, for letting me put that out for you. Um, Angel is the GOAT. 100%. Sure. 100%. Um, it was an honor opening for Angel. Oh, yeah. At uh, Midwest Ethic. Yeah. I wish I super, could have heard that. Cool never, never seen Fire Tools or Mindspring Live. I wish I could. There was.
0: Um, yeah, it, it was fucking phenomenal. Awesome. You guys cool uh, with us going ahead and starting the, the user user submitted question portion of the show? We got some yeah. great ones in chat already. Um starting off with uh Naoko Coed would like to know if there do you feel there is a connection between Vaporwave and Black Metal? Sonically opposite but philosophically similar.
2: Yes. The connection I feel is the focus on atmosphere and vibes over wow. anything else. Um, okay, like mm. with black metal as opposed to other types of metal, it's not about like usually. Like I'm I'm just talking in generalities, but it's not usually about like oh this riff is cool or this yeah. drum feels cool. It's usually the entirety of it put together and kind of the feeling you get from it and and sort of the atmosphere it brings as a whole like all put together and i i feel that with vaporwave a lot with like the visuals um the sound of it should just like kind of take you away into a certain like vibe or atmosphere and that's kind of i think where they where they cross over a lot
0: yeah great answer yeah that is a great answer i thoroughly agree Uh, lux has pj Rourke's question um great friend of the show pj wants to know if dennis will ever do a festival similar to econ also stated Ooh. that you have the second most impressive collection of artists on his roster. I'm not sure who the first most is, but <laughs> high praise. <laughs>
2: okay, thank you, PJ. I'll take that for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm starting too. Summer Slushy Fest is coming. Uh, it's yeah. starting mm-hmm. August 24th. It's a great Brooklyn.
1: segue into talking about that. Yeah, yeah let's talk yeah. about Summer let's Slushy about Fest. That. Let's talk about that. That sure, foul-mouthed sure. ad, y'all. So you watched we got to promote that anyway. We got to get, we get, we get to that. Yeah. Let's talk about that Um, for a second.
2: I, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't like doing too much at once. So it just, I waited a little long to, you know, put on a festival. And um, I just felt like this year was the right year to start, which is kind of funny because. Seems like this, this is the year that everyone feels like it's the right year to start putting on because I see a <laughs> lot more events happening.
1: Yeah, right putting up in November,
0: Midwest. Aesthetic. Yeah, every time they say Vaporwave is dead, I'm like, really? Like, have you? This looked is, around yes, this you is
1: crazy. Like, it's crazy. There are certainly like that's like it's a lot. You're right. Like, yeah, yeah half of our run. user submitted. It was work. this year.
2: Vaporwave is dead. Yeah, I guess <laughs> everyone really right. thought
1: it was this year. So anyway, yeah, talk a little bit about the show. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so I be- over the years I've become good friends with Pad. Jennington um at first he was just like he just started doing videos on some of my releases on his own and oh, then yeah. i was like hey do you want like you know this tower's vinyl do you want to like do an unboxing of it on your channel or something he's like sure and then we started doing that and then we started talking more and eventually we started hanging out like i went to like some hockey games with him he's come to pittsburgh Oh, that's cool stuff like that so um especially since i moved to pittsburgh i'm a lot closer to him than north dakota but um yeah, we we've always like discussed doing some kind of show. At first it was gonna be like a small tour of the East Coast of like four or five shows, and then we're like, maybe we should start with just one because neither of us have really put on events before. Um and so it, it kind of like culminated into what is now Summer Slushy Fest. And we wanted to do it around econ, at least for the first show. Maybe if we do it again next year it'll just be on its own or something nice uh, we're not really sure yet. we're trying to just do this one first and see how it goes and kind of go from there yeah. um and we just kind of wanted to bring both of our vibes like uh, like artists from my roster and artists from either Catskill records or like more of like a future funk dj type vibe from pad and we figured it'd be kind of cool for a long show just uh you know have two different vibes going because we have two different stages so yeah. you don't get like too burnt out you know if you're just like listening to dancing music all night you want a little break you can go listen to like slush wave or something more calm yeah. and vice versa like if you're just like all right That's let's really go like, check out more high energy nice yeah nice. so really smart so we just put, put together that roster and it was like a scramble because george took forever i don't know the exact reason there's probably a reason to announce the dates of econ like mm-hmm. it was really close to when it's happening so as soon as we heard the dates they're like okay we gotta figure out a gotta venue first and foremost wow, we gotta yeah. contact all the artists and so that started as soon as he announced i can't remember the exact date he announced the dates but um yeah jeff from vapor and dolphin uppercut um both of those guys have been a huge help it's kind of all four of us putting on on the fest now because mm-hmm. they Sick. know live shows a Love, lot better. Dolph,
1: shout out Dolphin Uppercut. That guy is a ball of energy and, and he's, so he's so resourceful. He's so resourceful. I gotta
2: meet him.
0: He's yeah, done he's video been, work because Pat and Jeff done, are both fucking phenomenal people. His and, his
1: legal name is Dolphin. Did you know that? No, he changed no shit. It. Yep. <laughs> he's wow. Done, he's done video work for me before. He's great.
0: Unreal. Yeah. Gonna have to meet this guy. Yeah, he, I you gotta meet do, that. He dad. does
1: everything. He does everything. I gotta meet that guy.
0: Anyway, keep going. I'm sorry. Um, so the, the original oh, yeah, question yeah. was about like throwing, like more festivals.
2: Yeah. So I think we'll just we're just gonna see how this one goes. You know, if it goes well, if I don't, oh, it will hate, hate doing it. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then we'll do, we'll do another one. You know, we'll see. I know, I know it's gonna be a lot of work, but I'm not afraid of that. Like I work a ton because I I love it, and I'd rather be working like. 12 to 16 hour days like i am now than working you know doing anything else so um it's not a problem for me the work really it's just the amount of time and can i make it happen so as far as like throwing an econ type festival um i think i don't want to grow too fast like i'll slowly grow it if i do grow it that's kind of how i've run the label like i don't want to like Go too far and just kind of screw myself, I guess. <laughs> Which can definitely happen with right. live shows. So the plan is yeah, kind of do this one, maybe do slightly bigger next year, slightly bigger the next year, that kind of thing. Yeah, do it in Pittsburgh. I don't know about that. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it could work. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Dojo um, underscore r four
0: wants to know if there's any
2: hopes of begotten live. Um. I want to answer this question, but I think you'll get a lot more answers in the coming months. And that's a, a little hint towards something. But, Ooh, um, big if true. We'll see. Just uh, keep an eye on uh, the the Geometric Lullaby pages, and yeah, that's all I can say right now. They are
0: blowing Ooh. up that link in chat cool. for Summer Slushy Fest.
2: Yes, yeah guys make sure you, if you get to see if you want to see bigger festivals, more festivals, different locations, come to this one because it'll right. it'll help us
0: a lot. You know? it, it, yeah, absolutely. Support local vapor. Yoka yeah. Shojay wants to know how you feel about nature wave. Um
2: It's super weird. <laughs> like this is not a popular take, but I am not like an outdoors person. <laughs> so like in general it moves and, to a like, farm, I feel like most people are like, you know I could just like go walk on a beach or go walk in the forest or do whatever and I'm just I Don't know. that's just no, never been I me. just
0: get on computer
2: Yeah, I, I stare at this screen all day every day. That's that's me. So but anyway um, So I think that's the reason it doesn't connect with me as as much as other types of vaporwave I mean, I do Fair. enjoy it out but yeah.
0: Hey, uh appreciate that little bit of insight. Uh Garrison wants to know could you go in depth on your
2: artist discovery series? Sure. Um so the idea with that was, you know, to do a big either box set or vinyl release. It's it's like a huge risk and it kinda puts a barrier on who I'm able to like give a chance to or be able to put something out for certain artists, and I wanted to be able to put out stuff for artists who maybe haven't, like, blown up yet or maybe can't move, you know, 300 vinyl yet. Love that. Um, And so that was the entire idea behind that. And also, I mean, there's a few other ideas to it. Like, I wanted the artists themselves to design their own layouts for the cassettes, so they all did that. And yeah i just uh it was kind of like an experiment with that and i i like putting out unknown artists that um people are just going to discover randomly one day and be like oh i like this and they wouldn't have you know seen them otherwise without that's like uh, prime community community
0: building work there brother very very appreciative of that I can't, of course, throw like anything financial into the mix, but I, I always try to put people on when I find somebody that's skilled. Especially if they're lesser known, I always try to put people on myself. Very different, but try to pay it forward.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because I think there's a lot of artists who, you know, maybe people just don't know about for whatever reason. It can be a variety of reasons who deserve to be heard, and that's just what I was trying to do with that series. Facts.
0: Facts. Yeah. Well well said, man. Um. Secret Schools. Question for Dennis. Did you ever take my recommendation and do a deep dive into Boards of Canada's discography?
2: No, I don't think I've ever listened to them. Oh, come
0: on, bud. Music has the right to children is like a 10 out of 10 unskippable album.
2: If you ask me, if you put a gun to my head and ask me what genre they are, I don't even know. You know,
0: I don't even really know either. I mean, down-tempo, IDM. I mean, I think a lot of people, they call it hauntology. So that's why I'm immediately hauntology. like Dennis should hear this. It's called, they call it hauntology. But, okay. you know, it's you'll you'll get it. You can't rush these things, you know.
2: You'll yeah, you come I'm, to it I'm at the always right time listening to new albums and new artists. I mean, there's so much out there. Yeah. Um like I just listened to my first full Grateful Dead album today. Like I, I just I'm always like listening good, good to man. new
0: I've yeah. I've never heard a full Grateful Dead album, but I was See? raised and kind of I lived under a rock most of my life. Gotcha. <laughs> but yeah, um, don't know what secret schools thinks, but uh, music has the right to children is my personal recommendation. Just put okay. it on at some point. Sure. Um, yeah.
2: I'm not next, opposed to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, at some point, you'll 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 come to it, and and even if you don't like it, I'm sure you'll at least appreciate it.
2: Uh, the dead record was American Beauty that I listened
0: to. Oh, you you got the chat pulled up? Yep. <laughs> good, good. Sorry, Tandy Laptop, slipped that one in last minute. Uh, KJ Valium, what vaporwave artist will
2: Ghostbath tour with? Um, You know, Ghostbath, with Ghostbath, I'm not opposed to touring with bands outside of our genre. I mean, we did death metal, which doesn't sound like a different genre, but it's very different. And so... If- if we were to tour with a Vaporwave act, it would have to be something dark. Um, I would tour with, like, Death's Dynamic Shroud. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah. I think yeah, it could be a sure. cool bill, something like that. I mean, we tried to, to tour with, like, Suicide Boys or Ghost Main or something like no that. No way. That's um, funny. But their manager was like, oh, yeah, you can just, like, pay us a few thousand. And we're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, right. Uh, we... we, we Okay, but so yeah, Yeah. that didn't happen. But I guess that's the way that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Um, I think DDS would be a really good fit for what we do with with Ghostbath, or just, I don't know, I can't think of anyone who plays live who's like darker and would fit. I
0: mean, you know, the obvious, you know, like they they were talking about metal and vaporwave in chat earlier, and people brought up sage hardware, fire tools.
2: Fire tools? Uh, That's the the other one. Winter quilt winter quilt yep. yeah okay i just thought as soon as i said that i thought of those but winter yeah. quilt yeah i think any of those i would be uh, okay primer. yeah
0: you could fucking. well that's not really vaporwave, but you could you could play with like carpenter brute mega drive you know perturbator yeah
2: perturbator. uh yeah i saw the him in hellfest in france at like 2 a.m and i was sick it was crazy <laughs> it was very good Yeah.
0: Let's keep the uh, let's keep the user submitted questions coming, guys. Um, until I get some more questions, I'm just going to ask you, um, without naming names, what is the biggest source of drama in the vaporwave scene? Describe it.
2: Biggest source of drama? Um, probably pitchfork. No, I'm just kidding. Um, probably like. <laughs> Twitter in general, I think, because anytime I'm, like, in person with anyone, it's, like, totally cool. Everyone's chill. Everyone's Bet. having a good time as far as Bet. all my experiences. But then, you you know, you get on Twitter and you, it makes it seem like things are a bigger deal than they are a lot of the time. Like, someone will be, like, like everything's controversial there. I, I said, like, oh, I think, like, Vaporwave's kind of having a little renaissance because I saw all these events pop, popping up. Right. Like people some people are like mad at even saying something like that. I'm just like, okay. Right. I, I don't argue online anymore. I used to a little bit. Yeah, I just found that. that.
0: Bro, it's so many people is. that like I have like it's on site moments on Discord and then I meet them IRL and they're phenomenal people. Like yeah. we got to stop getting in fights with people over text-based platforms. All it yeah. takes is like the warmth of human like what's proxemics like that fixes most everything.
2: Hundred percent. Yeah. Like I just realized every time I even respond to something, like trying to argue, I regret it. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. how yeah. it goes. I regret doing it. Taking so a
0: screenshot of what you want to type and then sending it to the homies and having them go, <laughs> "Bad idea," and then you don't, you don't end up tweeting it. That's yeah,
2: good. Yeah. Yeah. There you go.
0: <laughs> Naoko coed with a question: Are you interested in releasing more Signal Wave? They said Norio Kun oh, yeah. and Graham Glaciology are getting active again
2: yes 100% I love Signal Wave um the last Signal Wave I put out was that Asutenki what box set is nice oh. um and before that it was uh Asutenki like alias called Live Media super good Glaciology mm-hmm. I love their stuff yeah I'm always looking you know for cool Signal Wave yeah
0: clean clean um, short stuff question for Dennis when are you going to have vaporwave shows here in Pittsburgh please and looks like a thank you emoji
2: Uh, maybe when I have more some more time I could put together a little tour like we we're trying to do something with like me Pad um, John I was going to say I, I
0: spoke with Pad a little bit about some potential stuff we're, we're yeah, not that far uh, from you, you know. just saying
2: yeah I think we could put together like a less uh big event type thing more like a tour where we just hit up you know Pittsburgh Philly yeah. those, you're going to have to area. convince
0: so belly to play a lot of live shows that he's not going to want to play
2: hmm. I think he'll do it I, I don't know we'll see I think he will too <laughs> you know. I think he'll do it um yeah just this year is already crazy for me like as, uh, as soon as next weekend rolls around I'm basically gone and on the road until the second week of October. So I'm just, yeah, <laughs> got a lot going on. Hey,
0: well, you know, here's hoping to see something coming down the pipes within a year. So it gets plenty of time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Next year I should be able to do something. Yeah.
0: We got a pinned question. I think I might've skipped Lux's question or no Lux didn't submit it. Somebody asked what it's like working with telepath.
2: Um, It is awesome <laughs> yeah uh telepath is chris is quite fond of how do I put
0: it i know him pretty
2: well yeah yeah i the way i describe it because like i don't like to like get talk about like private conversations i have yeah or anything, facts
1: but i understand
2: usually it's like don't meet your heroes type thing but i think when i met telepath and talked to him for a while it was like he's Kind of exactly what I thought it would be, and maybe even I don't know, just the way his mind works and the way he creates art, like did yeah. not disappoint me. I guess. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love it. So, like, I've had, I've had like several, like 12 twelve-hour Discord calls with him, just talking. Wow. About all kinds of stuff. Like I talk wow. to him all the time. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah, fucking like, cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Apparently, he is. He has got quite a lot of of experiences in his mind that uh, he may or may not share with us all at some point.
2: Yep. Yep. And I'm not, yeah, I don't talk about it. Yeah.
0: We'll, uh, we'll wait until he's ready to, to share it with us on hot takes. Um, Rofo Mofo, (laughs) Dennis, (laughs) (laughs) Dennis, as a Philly resident, I would like to know what, I would like to know what your favorite thing to do in all of Pennsylvania is.
2: And all of Pennsylvania. Um, let's see. So I moved here I moved here about two years ago. And nice. I'm just a busy person. So I'm at home probably 99% of the time. Not exaggerating. I'm kind of a homebody help. too, bro. Being real. Um, I like a new thing I discovered, which I never had, was like um, bigger concerts. Like in North Dakota, no bands came through. So it's nice to have right. venues that like actual bigger acts come through. Um, I really, I discovered I really like going to hockey games, which thank God we have like a decent hockey team here. So that's been a lot of fun. Um, and then I really like going to Renaissance festivals. So there's a Pittsburgh Renaissance Festival and a Pennsylvania one. And I will go there like every weekend I can. Like it's usually in the Are fall. you the
0: executioner?
2: Uh, I don't really dress up because I'm usually it's usually so hot that I'm just like, oh, yeah, dying true, true. like I can yeah. I want I want to wear like a cloak or something that'd be cool but there's just no way right. I can wear that.
0: <laughs> being being like a goth or just like wearing all black just whatever in the heat is just well it's hard.
2: Yeah, I do it on tour, but it's usually just like a t a t a t-shirt so it's not right. too bad. Yeah.
0: Shout out metal bands that wear shorts. I don't. I know it's it's like somehow less cool
2: it, yeah it is
0: je ne sais quoi do you ever work with artists that want to be as secretive as possible maybe better known artists that have a secret side project that they want to release
2: all the time I love that stuff and I think people kind of know that I like that now so they give me those opportunities like I'm always working on secret things secret aliases you know that's super cool I love doing that a lot.
0: People are dumping all over wearing shorts in the chat. Mm
2: -hmm. You know what? Hot take.
0: People that don't give a fuck what they look like sometimes are like some of the coolest motherfuckers. Like you'll see some basic ass looking fool and like they'll jump on the decks or on stage and just like throw out something wild that you didn't expect.
2: Yeah, I like that. Like subverting expectations for sure. Like, if uh, you're like, oh, this just looks like a normal guy, and then they just, like, blow your mind or something. Mm-hmm. I, like that.
0: I feel yeah. that, though. Like, like the you got to wear the pants to the show. doesn't matter how hot it is.
2: Me, yeah. Like, the aesthetic for my band and kind of how I want to, like, present myself and, like, look on stage or in the crowd. Yeah. I, I wouldn't wear shorts. I'm again. wearing
0: the shortest <laughs> shorts I can find to the tape swap. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Do it. <laughs> Luxury Elite. Well, what is a release...
2: Sorry, oh, I, no, uh, let's... I used to wear like uh, uh, booty shorts with my last band though because it fit oh, better. You know nice. what?
0: That's what I'm wearing. Thank you. Yeah.
2: yeah, like I would. Yeah, I would wear nothing but like booty shorts and then you know throw my guitar around and climb on stuff. I thought. There you go. Oh, that's I nice. Thought that was cool. Yeah.
0: See. See. That's <laughs> cool. Uh, Lux yeah. wants to know what is a release that you would kill to put out on vinyl with Geolull?
2: Probably. Luxury Elite World Class. <laughs> ah, nice. uh, there you go. So just let me know who I have to kill, Lux, and uh, we'll get that done, you know? That's gonna hey, be a gonna tall it. <laughs> it's be a tall order.
0: But hey, yeah. stranger things have happened. <laughs> um Secret Schools, what is your current favorite guitar pedal and why is it the Electro Harmonix Lizard Queen Octave Fuzz Pedal?
2: I uh, it's definitely not that because I don't mm-hmm. play any sort of stoner or fuzz things. Maybe on this new album I will the direction we're going. But um what is my favorite guitar pedal? Probably. This guy right here. DL four. Nice,
0: nice. Right in the frame. Good shit.
2: Yeah, Can it's uh you- it's like yeah, a looper why. and a delay. Huh? It's a
0: looper no, okay.
2: So you can loop things, play back to it, layer it, delay it, reverse it. It's
0: cool. <laughs> Hell yeah! They somebody has been asking to have you scream on on the show, a ghost bath scream.
2: Nope. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I
0: <laughs> don't know how you would do that unprompted. You're gonna have to go to a ghost bath show, you guys. Yeah. Oops. Come on out oh let's see uh keep them coming guys um i kind of want to ask you what music genre is your favorite but i feel like we've covered that why don't we talk about what music genre is the worst
2: worst so i listen to everything but not but not everything like how do i put it i'm i i have like a wide music taste but i'm very specific about it so these interesting I could listen to, like, something in the same genre and love it and then hate everything else in that genre. So it's hard for me to, like, put a genre that I hate. Like, like certain pop music that's on the radio, like Imagine Dragons, fucking hate it. Yeah. But, like, other pop stuff, I'm just like, this is so good. And it's, like, kind of the same thing. There's just something about it that's... I don't know.
0: It's, I feel it's that. hard to say,
2: you know? Um, I don't think pop is shit no that's not what i'm saying at all (laughs) i love like city pop i listen to that a ton of city pop and modern pop like uh i don't know if it's like the slightest bit weird i'll probably like it a lot more right if you show it to most people and they're like that's kind of weird then it's probably something i'll like i think facts
0: i feel that on a spiritual level um everything says is geo into films if so what are some of his favorites
2: yeah, I like super artsy films, super oh. fucked up films. What's your favorite film? Damn, you're, you're speaking really Skins language. Bad, <laughs> fucked up films. Uh, right. I'm trying to think.
0: He's a Harmony Korine fan. I can see it in his face. Oh, I love
2: Harmony Korine. I love I, Harmony Korine. I sampled got a Harmony Korine on my last. Oh,
0: are you serious? Year. I didn't know that. Sick.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um like trash humpers gummo
0: nice <laughs> nice
2: i even like uh S- spring breakers i like that one too i love
1: spring breakers spring breakers is phenomenal yeah. the color palette is great
2: uh julian donkey boy okay love that oh, yeah. like just the straight straight Glamour Glamour Harry
1: right now. yeah yeah
2: <laughs> um fucked Kino. Kids. yeah kids hell yeah um a24 i love a24 stuff for the most part i just watched that one uh talk to me the one where um oh yeah how was that it's made in Australia. They like hold the hand. It was, uh, how do I put it? It was creepy. It wasn't like, I don't know how to explain have it. You,
1: have it you, se- have you, have you seen this new movie called moon garden that just came out? No. Look up moon garden. You're going to okay. shout it.
0: out a 24 yeah. for being like the mm-hmm. gateway drug to weird films.
1: Mo- moon garden is like this weird fantasy horror film that just came out. Yeah. And, uh, I think you're going to really dig this. It's by oscilloscope who also puts out some pretty cool films occasionally. Sure. Yeah, um, uh, you just just write this down right now and look it up later, dude. <laughs> like you're gonna you're oh, gonna thank me. Yeah. Moon, Moon Garden. Shit. I already I have say. a
2: list of movies that I want to watch, so it's perfect. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I like super messed up films. Ones Damn, that I wouldn't recommend Lux. that anyone else watch. So I'm not even going to bring up a bunch of them. Well, I, I like now. I'm about, curious. Yeah, but it's like ones I like regret watching. You're like.
0: Top ten like, most disturbing films. Let's watch them yeah, all. Solo, yeah, fucking cannibal, Holocaust.
2: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Seen all of uh, those. Like yeah. me and my friend. Uh, Serbian, we, film. We got Serbian film. super into Serbian film. All those. You
0: know. I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll read the TLDRs on on Wikipedia. I'm a big wimp uh, when it comes all to right, that one stuff.
2: Super bad on uh, irreversible. If you. Haven't oh yeah. Seen oh, yeah. Them. Of course. Yeah, G- Gaspar noe no, no, We've yeah. all so seen
1: Gaspar Noé. I mean, I'm okay. a big fan of what's it called? Climbing. You no, know I haven't. I don't want to watch that shit.
2: Climax was pretty good. I just watched I that. Climax. I respect um, it. I really liked Uncut Gems. Um, yeah, same. Good one.
0: The music stressful. In that, Did you like Good Times <laughs> or Good Time?
2: Good Time. I don't think I watched that one. Oh man,
0: That's I first Kind of liked really it. Good.
2: Better personally. Yeah.
1: I, I like Good Time okay. a lot too.
0: Yeah. Good time. Okay. Very good. Just, just, just a very. Stre- it reminds me of film noir. Just a very stressful watch. Like nothing goes well. You know.
2: Yeah. I like that, yeah, I like that feeling of dread. Yeah, no, thing. me too. Like,
0: yeah, I'll take that me. over horror any day of the week, personally, but that's just me. Daffel deal with a really good question. Is Begotten named after the movie? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know why you think he would know that.
2: but you know, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I have seen that movie, though. I like it.
0: Hell yeah. You should um,
1: check out some films. If you're into like really interesting, artsy, beautifully made artsy, but very strange films. There's this like uh, director, uh, Lek Majewski, M-A-J-E-W-S-K-I, who like specifically makes like the craziest art house films. Uh, Field of Dogs is really good. Um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's like very, very beautifully. Like this is stuff is like clearly this person is only concerned with making films that could potentially just be shown in an art museum but his stuff is phenomenal. Uh Lech Majewski, uh Field of Dogs is really good and it's just mm-hmm. such so beautiful and surreal films are so beautiful. I want to watch like one a, of a the film with you sometime Chris. Time. But like he specifically is like not making it for an audience aside from art people.
2: It's really cool. It's oh, interesting. I want to know if you've seen um, what first got me into these weird films. There's this one movie I was at a friend's house sleeping over. This is I was super young. And it was the oh, middle of the night, and I turned on like the TV, and there was this movie playing. And it just like I watched the whole thing through. It was like two a.m. And it was called it. Black Moon.
1: Black Moon is um oh this is um oh it's by uh, a very um what's his name uh, Louis Maul, the French director yeah. So this is the yeah. one. Is this the one it's about like, like, like the girl, that? the little girl, and she's like it's like a world where the sexes are at war with each other. Yeah. And then she ends up stopping at that old woman's house. Yep. Yeah, I'm very familiar with that film. Absolutely. I she love like that
2: breastfeeds film. a unicorn. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. That's like what happens. So you guys me. like surrealism. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do. Exactly. I got you. Uh, yeah. Louis Maul. That's a really cool film. Absolutely okay. familiar with it.
2: Yeah. That's what first got me into it. Oh, like, that's a cool. That's that's a good on one to
1: start with because that's like a very like quiet, pensive, strange film.
0: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do when somebody talks during the movie?
2: Like at a theater?
0: Or or just like you're trying to show them this, this movie. And oh. I like talking.
2: I just seethe. I <laughs> I hate it so much because, like, when I yeah. watch a movie, I just want to be immersed. Like I'm in that movie. Like when I watch, like, yeah, yeah. I'll turn off all. That's why I can't like watch horror
1: movies because I'm there. Do you watch? Uh, you watch any Peter Greenaway films?
2: uh What are the film names? I'm not the sure. Took the thief,
1: his wife, and her lover
2: no i
1: have not oh no you gotta look up peter greenway this guy's insane okay. he's so fun he's such a cool british director uh he used to be a draftsman. like he's like all his films are usually based off some um artistic style like belly of the architect this film just every every shot it looks like a fresco like it's interesting but wow. the, Cook the thief his wife and her lover is a classic it's got helen moran and the guy who played uh gandalf in the harry potter movies i can't remember his, that actor's name right now ian mckellen um, i think McKellen, no, McKellen yeah. is Gand, oh, not Gandalf. I'm sorry, not Gandalf. Um, D- Dumbledore. That's the one.
2: Oh, oh, okay. Okay. I don't remember his name either. But uh,
1: the cook, the thief, his wife, and her lover is an absolute classic that is required viewing of uh, more than anything Damn. else.
0: We got okay. a couple other good ones in chat, guys. Sorry to move on because I'm I'm enjoying Gandalf, this. Gandalf room and I've Potter, not seen bad. any of these movies on a Philistine. Well,
2: yeah. Pacific Plaza happy. wants to
0: know what's your opinion of Steely Dan? Do you like any of the Steely Dan albums? Oh my goodness.
2: Uh haven't listened enough yet. I'm still on my I'm on my like retro uh listening Ooh, Retro right art now, so nice. I'll get to it. Yeah.
0: You'll let us know. Uh, yep. Naoko Coed wants to know: How do you feel about the current state of black metal?
2: Um, I mean, it sounds weird, but I don't, I don't care. I don't know. I don't really. Damn,
0: just doing your thing. My boy has moved on. Yeah, like like unbothered in his lane. People, people who like
2: black metal, like a lot of people who like black metal, don't even like us. So I, I don't oh, know. Wow. I just never really felt connected to that scene in particular or any really just we're kind of weird we just kind of do whatever so but I don't know I, I, I think if I care too much about it I'll like start it'll change how I like make music and I don't want to do that so I don't know yeah I don't listen to a ton of black metal to be honest so, so.
0: Daffodil wants to know what your RuneScape build was
2: um <laughs> I just played to cut trees, um, yo. Which sounds really weird. I loved just like grinding out like, like uh, just the the skills. So I'd like woodcutting, fletching, um, alchemy to get my magic up, like all that kind of stuff. That's all I would do. I I wasn't really like a PKer or like doing the quest. I I barely right. even did the quest. You know, I would. I just wanted to like skill. That's it. So that oh, was, man,
0: I hard. have actually never played RuneScape. I am going to out myself as a, a Philistine right now. I didn't realize you made the RuneScape album.
2: Yeah, yeah, I made yeah. that album. Um, that, that like, computer lab I was talking about where everyone was watching music videos, everyone was playing RuneScape at that time. Right. So yeah. Very cool. Got super into that. that and uh, a game called Adventure Quest. Those were, like, huge Adventure games. Adventure Quest. Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we got 20 more minutes. Uh, any more questions? Uh, while we wait, I'd like to know, out of the many that I'm sure you've attended, what is your... Or if you want to just do, like, top three favorite live shows.
2: Let me think for a second. Okay, so first one that comes to mind, um, I drove to St. Paul from North Dakota to see it was Alcest and mm. the body and
1: nice. love the body.
2: It was, yeah, it was the body heard that then. blew me away. So I was i Alcest
1: like... and all the, like they've got their fingers in so many different projects too. You know, and anytime I like see yeah. that there's an artist associated with the body or working with the body, I think like, it's like a, like a check mark to me that that's a cool band. Do
0: probably. they make like black gaze type stuff too? I've not heard them. They no. make like
1: everything, man. They make like everything.
0: Oh
2: shit! Yeah, it's hard to explain. But when I saw them, like, and they do different lineups and they do a lot of collaborations. So yeah, and they work with I just a lot them, of other
1: artists. Like they were like a big sick, encourager man. for like Lingua Ignota and stuff too. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yep. Good to know. Yep.
1: They're just interesting. So that's people. one. Like, I, I trust their taste. If they like give the okay to something, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna to listen to that then. All right.
2: Yeah. Um. Second one. Uh, it's kind of a sad one, but um, when we played Hellfest in 2017, uh, the headliner was uh, Lincoln Park, and it was like Sick. two weeks before he killed himself. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just like it was an awesome show. Like they sounded so good, and I, like me and my friend just like pushed our way to the front. Like the, it was like 200 some thousand people. Um, that wow. was a great great show. They're really good um and let's see you said three <laughs> you don't to have you to go. give us three okay I was just, gonna I ask know. you
0: what your number one favorite was but I figured like oh this fool's been to so many shows he's probably gonna want to give me more than one two's enough yeah
2: okay. we got
0: we got I some some people that came guess. through with questions anyways okay, cool. um dojo underscore R4 are any plans to release any visual releases like VHS alongside an album release?
2: Okay, so any current plans? No. Uh, as a possibility, definitely. And, I don't know, it just depends. I, I just, like, I really go with the flow, and whatever I feel is good for, like, a certain album, or what makes sense, I'll do. So if there's something, I'm like, you know what, this really should have a VHS, or a USB with, like, a video on it, or st- whatever it, it needs visually, then yeah, I'll do it, yeah.
0: Nice. When the time is right yeah and really what is your opinion on sheets
2: um i like it i you know when we're when we're on the road we always try to stop like at a truck stop over just a gas station because i don't know there's just more
0: way more shit
2: to choose from you can take more a shower mm-hmm. so you know we'll always stop at like a loves sheets wawa what else is there
0: you ever go to bucky's
2: Oh, I love Bucky's. Yeah, every time we're Buc-ee's in Texas. Bucky's is a shit. And Skelly, I mean, have you, you ever you been go. to a
0: Bucky's? No, I've never been. Damn, to a you Buc-ee's. gotta go. Oh, their gas sucks. Oh, I, gotta, <laughs> I, gotta, I
2: gotta try it out. Apparently, though. Los Bucky's. Crazy! It's like really, if you oh don't wow! Like people, you won't like it because it's like a madhouse. Yeah, yeah it's there, always and fucking like, oh. slammed. Oh no, I love people. They're wow, like, their own, like shoplifting. They make, Holy their shit, own, really? Like beef jerky, dude. It's nuts. Nuts. It's just crazy. Yeah, wear
0: your scrubs, really dude. Nuts. You walk out with like forty dollars worth of stuff. <laughs> oh no, <'cause>
1: <laughs> my goodness yeah. gracious! God,
0: Rofo Mofo question: If you've listened to either Ween or Bloodhound Gang,
2: which do you prefer? <laughs> It's so weird. Um, I have listened to both. I don't feel. I just don't feel strongly about either. To be honest, <laughs> I um, definitely
0: think Ween is preferable personally.
2: But, yeah, I don't know. I, it's like one of those bands where I'm like, uh, I kind of want to hear this song, so I'll put on a song maybe once. Right. Like when Rock Road or something. But I got yeah. a question
0: for you. Are you like just just off topic? Are you a listen to albums start to finish type of guy, or do
2: you like the shuffle button? um okay so if i'm at home uh 100 percent album front to back that's what i listen to all day every day whether it's something i'm about to put out like if i'm working on any layout i listen to the album while i'm working on it every time that makes perfect sense um yeah or like if i'm like oh i want to like just like i said earlier about the grateful dead oh i want to check out this band i'll listen to a full album front to back of course but then if i'm like driving on the road road trip on tour total crazy hodgepodge of single songs random yeah like i feel I'll play like that's more fun i be like yeah i'll be like oh this reminds me what about this song and then i'll play that song i be like oh this reminds me of this band and then yeah it just goes all over the place and last tour um we did something cool we had like a spotify group session and so Everyone in the van could add stuff to the queue, and so oh, that's rage. really cool. Everyone's like a, song a turntable session. Main. Yeah, and we we're also like trying to like match while we were listening to to sort of the area we were driving in. Yeah. The best oh wow, so dude! You know, of
0: one of my favorite things. This doesn't happen super often, but like a couple times with Lux, like we would have like a turntable room, and I'd be like, like I'm gonna pretend I'm I'm the DJ that has to like follow up the song that you played. I'm going to put something on that, like, is in the same vein of what you played. Exactly. We're just going to see yep. what happens.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's what we were... That We kind of naturally just started doing that. Like, right. If someone was playing, like, a certain vibe or some, uh we would find some, oh, well, I know this band or this artist who kind of sounds right. like that. Like, if you put on Horse the Band,
0: are. I could play Genghis Tron, you know, and yep. then you could put some other grindcore on, or, you know, we could make our way to some other totally removed genre little by little.
2: Exactly. That's yeah, it's so fun. That's some Makes fun. Makes the show. drives go past fast.
0: Absolutely.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh man, we're almost out of time time guys. Uh you can throw a couple more uh questions in chat. Um in the meantime while we wait, um let me ask you <laughs> now that you've told us your favorite live shows why don't you tell us some of the worst live shows you've ever been to?
2: Um, Electronicon 1, Electronicon 2. No, I'm mm. just kidding. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh,
0: Little friendly rivalry never hurt anybody. <laughs>
2: uh, probably the... I mean, the, some of the shows I played <laughs> were the least favorite. Like Those shows where there's just no one in the audience, or even right. if oh, yeah. there's like... 20, 30 even 40 people but the energy is just like everyone's just kind of standing there looking at you no one's even like bobbing their head that's right. like the worst feeling in the world to me and uh, I hate it so much like mm-hmm. um, those are like my least favorite shows and if you're talking about like bands I've seen live least favorite it's, it's hard be- it's Living in North Dakota, like, I had to go out of my way to, like, go oh, to yeah. shows. Really? Yeah. yeah. So Dude, I, I was way I more selective. feeling. So, like, the shows I went to, I pretty much knew I was going to like. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't going to drive, like, eight hours to Minneapolis to yeah. watch. Oh, I'll check these guys out. Like, right. Like, I kind of <laughs> knew I would like them. Check them, them out. Uh, eight yeah. hours away. I, know, huh? I lived
0: two <laughs> and a half I hours away from Austin, Texas, me. in undergrad. I did not know how good I had it.
2: Oh my yeah, goodness. I for Ghostbath, um, they all live in Minneapolis. I lived in Minot, so it was eight hours for practice oh writing. Wow,
1: <laughs> What the fuck? You
0: guys were committed. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Rogecorp with a great question. What can we expect from your upcoming performances at Slushy
2: Fest? Um, I don't even know that because I've never played anything live besides like a band metal rock <laughs> stuff, so... I don't know but i think uh doing doing something new uh you can have like you know happy accidents having somebody come in who doesn't has uh what do you call it like beginners not beginners luck but like ignorance almost yeah right how things are supposed to be done yeah lead to like an interesting or something new in a live setting so i don't know (laughs) i guess we'll see i play i play first so get there early uh, So, you know, I'm brand new, so I I was like, I can play first, because, I don't know, all these other artists have been, like, touring and playing. I'm just getting started, so I'll open up the show, and, uh... You're gonna have a good time either
0: way. Awesome, it's
2: gonna be great. I'm just gonna have fun with it, for sure. Oh, shit.
0: Smash that motherfucking Dice.fm link. Lux wants to know when the schedule's coming.
2: Um... I don't actually know. I think we're about to send out like a FAQ sheet to all the artists that has like, you know, all the important info. We're just getting that together. Like I said, it's all been kind of a scramble. So I just need to talk to Pad and figure out exactly when we're revealing like the lineup and stuff like that. I I don't know yet. Nice.
0: Nice. Well, it's going to be a good time, guys. Get your tickets while you can.
2: Uh, Yeah. We have a... we have some two different visual artists dedicated, one to each stage. So it's oh, always going to be like. Isn't Videopunks um, one of them? Videopunks, Dolphin Uppercuts helping, Videodrome TV nice. helping. Nice. Videodrome's helping oh, yeah. me. They are busy. Yeah. So we're going to have like all them. Plus, I mean, the venue has its own lights we're going to be using. So, so cool. Nice. It'll, be, it'll be cool. Yeah. yeah it's
0: going to be awesome. I'm definitely excited. Um, You know, obviously, uh, we've got less than 10 minutes left so if you want to go like full send into slushy fest promo yeah. slushy fest FAQs um, yeah anything you want to know about Where is it things. at? Where is it at? When's it start? They have been blowing the link up in chat so don't worry about that. What does it cost? Cool.
2: Um all right so it's at a place called the Meadows which I've played with my band before so I know it's a super sick venue. Uh, there's two stages one is indoors and one is out back. They're both pretty sick areas. Like, I just, uh, let's see. There's like a side area away, like the stage area. There's a side area where people will be selling merch. So it's not nice. directly in front of the speakers and music. So you can kind of, you know, talk. Oh, that's talk good. That you'll be able to like hear people talking. Smart thinking. A little better. Yeah. Cause, cause yeah. Um, the speakers. Tell this played a lot of shows. And side. Um, I'm going to be bringing like a ton of stuff. I just opened my clothing store. I'll have a ton of clothes, vinyl, nice. sets, all that sort of stuff. So will Pad. So, a couple other labels. Uh, I don't think we've really announced or picked everyone who's going to be like vending there, but there'll be like a ton of merch and stuff if, you, if you're interested in that kind of thing. Um, let's see. I know Pad got like, I don't know what he bought. He bought a bunch of different blow up things. He bought. All kind of different nice. stuff to make it a party. So you know, it's going to be. They did that at
0: Midwest Ethic. Nice. Yeah, Pat yeah. knows how to throw a party.
2: De- definitely. Like I, I was at um, his Shrek rave, in, when he came to Pittsburgh. Nice. Oh man, it was crazy. He, I was like nice. up on stage in like a pirate hat. <laughs> oh nice! <laughs> like dancing behind him on stage that was fun. Um, vapor yeah. waves best type of to, hype hype uh, man. Type Exactly. Absolutely, absolutely. I'll keep it hype for sure. Um, and I think uh, we also tried like for some of the, like, the more contemplative slush wave um, slower stuff. I think it'll be super sick because no one's going to be playing like in the broad daylight. It'll be kind of darker. Like I remember Desert Sand last year uh, when he played at Econ. You know, it's like a, a bright room
0: yeah, um,
2: I didn't really like the speaker system in there too much, so I'm hoping we can like you know make it sound we really made the club
0: and, we made what we could out of that club stage, exactly, didn't exactly, we? But exactly. like I don't think Lux <laughs> wanted to really play in that environment either, but it worked out super
2: well. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I just think uh, if you've seen Desert, I think he'll you'll uh, you'll really enjoy him at this venue with this setup. He's kind of like our headliner. You can
0: bring the, the lights from your room with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, I am playing an unreleased iClick song on Hot Takes. I'm sorry, guys. You should definitely check out the upcoming iClick. Some have said better than Telepath. Uh, you. Anyways, please accept oh, my apology. Oh. Um, <laughs> Very cool. How much are the
2: tickets? Uh, 33 33 nice we did that on purpose <laughs> um, <laughs> nice we like kept setting the price differently because it dice will automatically add like the fees and everything so it's like that's the price you pay so we like upped it and lowered it until it hit that exact price and I think it's at that price only until Thursday so if you want it a little cheaper get it now that just helps Not us there. kind of plan better and know you know what we can expect for people coming so I think it'll go up I don't know. I don't know what Very it's going to cool. go up to. I think it's like 40 or something like that.
0: Geo Lull, you have been an excellent guest to talk with. Absolutely. I'm so glad yeah. you decided Great. to join Great us job. tonight. We've wanted to bring you on for a while, and we figured now would be the most appropriate time. So you yeah, heard on you. Hot Takes.
2: I do want, yes. to, thank, uh, I forgot, I want to thank Lux um, for contacting or talking yeah, to me she, and like she kinda brokered this, this. kind of set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, well,
0: let's all thank Lux. Goddamn. I mean, she posts our links. Yes. She does our We're announcements in the, the Discord channel. She's a, uh, she's a mod. She puts me on so much good shit. She's the reason I found the new Cyan Blue. Oh, nice. Yeah. Shout out, Lux. Thank um, you, Lux. Lux. Appreciate it. We uh usually like to um kind of finish up with upcoming stuff. And boy, have we got a lot to talk about. You want to go first, bud, or should I?
1: Uh, shout out the um, I'll be performing at the uh, tape swap at Eris Evolution on August 27th Sunday after Electronicon I will be playing my new music at that and then also I will be playing at the launch party for day one of Flamingo Fest and that is on um, a day that is
0: November that day 3rd. day is I think. November
1: 3rd. That's is right. the day. November 3rd. And that's going to be at um, High Tide in Los Angeles. Uh, get the tickets, actually, because I hear the early oh, yeah, bird tickets almost are almost completely sold out. And that's how you can get a ticket for both days. And the day one venue is going to be smaller than the day two venue. So
0: that shit's going to oh, sell yeah. out. extremely There are no fast. single tickets for day one. Like, there's you- no single
1: tickets for day one. So, like, yeah, bro. Like, that's going to sell. That's going to get, get packed up. I get that shit now. If you want to go to the Flamingo Fest, you want to get the full experience, get those early bird tickets because as soon as they're gone, I don't know if they're gonna release another batch for the uh the launch party show. The launch the launch show. It's that lineup so is it stacked out. too. Yeah, it's me, Frank Jeff of Panic Pop, a bunch of other people. Yeah, Lucy um, Disguise, Admo. Young Shiro will be there as well, DJing. Uh well, I
0: will. Dennis,
1: you're gonna be playing? Yeah, Dennis' gonna be playing. Nice playing some
0: barber beats. Damn. Nice. Okay. Yeah, the original
1: playing. That's right. So, like, that's the thing is that I don't know if there's going to be more spots for it after the early bird tickets go. You might want to get this now just in case. Only they don't 50 quid. Because I don't know how, I don't know, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's <laughs> not like it's a smaller venue. <laughs> so, check 50, it out. Quid. 50, quid. Yeah, 50, 50 quid. 50 quid. Yeah, 50
0: quid. Yeah,
2: whenever I like go to the
1: event <laughs> page for that, I'm like, what's happening? Uh huh. <laughs> Harry Potter money. What's happening? What's the Harry Potter?
0: Five thousand okay. pints in it, nice. Um. Uh, so we had Midwest Aesthetic. Yeah, I didn't cut you off, did I? My bad. No, you didn't. Is that, that been announced? Two- no, it. No, I'm talking about the one that already happened. We had oh. Midwest I Was <laughs> uh, just gonna super quickly recap that we had an amazing turnout, sold out a 400 cap yeah. venue. Amazing. Uh, you know, got to meet the organizer. He was great. Pat Shittington was there. Internet's best hype man, hella people came. People flew from Seattle, Pittsburgh. Um, great show. I, I played for the biggest crowd I've ever played for. And, uh, and and people said it was it was slamming. You said it was slamming. So thank was you for it. Slamming. That. It was very Amazing kind of you. Slamming. Was uh, I completely ate the climactic song. It was a return of the Mac flip. And instead of hitting the rolls, which I know you love, I hit my like cue point for where I was supposed to transition out of the song and Ooh, like half like of that. the song. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, oh, no, can I jump back? Nope. Better roll with it. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> it was great. Uh, shout out Madison, Wisconsin and Winter Mute. Uh, Roche Corp. Shout out Madison, meeting Wisconsin. you in person. Smooth Brain. All the good people in chat. It's good to see y'all. Um, I'm playing the two shows. I'm playing the same ones you're playing. I'm playing the tape swap. You guys, get, you should definitely go to it. Uh, organiz- organized by VA10, Utopia District. Um... God damn it. I'm doing what I do best and spacing on who all else is, is organizing it. But anyways, Oh, vapor space. space, Yeah. yeah. So, so come out to the tape swap. It's going to be real chill this year, but lots of fun, lots of great names. Um, the, um, Flamingo Fest pre-party should definitely go. Um, really excited to see space jams on the main day, by the way, can't wait to meet Jack D, but, uh, come out to Flamingo Fest. Lots of good people are going to be there, including myself, uh, shout out indie advent and just whoever decided to book me you can go ahead and float those links one more time uh and then of course uh some shows that haven't been announced some url fests coming up got uh something being put on by acquaintances previous loan as holloway tapes uh got a nice 20 minute outrun synthwave dj set that i sent to them so that should be good working on something for vapor 91.5 fm w uml lowell as well a nice 45 minute classic vapor late night lo-fi set that uh Uh, should should be pretty good. Um, Working on that right now. Uh, And, uh, and yeah, some unannounced shows coming up in uh, October. Oh, September. Mid-September, we've got um, Crystal Lounge, I believe it's called. If uh, Crystal Eternal is tuned in, I'm so sorry. I believe it. No, Nostalgia Lounge. Fuck these vapors. That sounds right. They kind of run together. It's in Columbus. It's going to be me, OK Baby, uh, Crystal Eternal, and uh, Simple Syrup whose shirt I'm currently wearing. So I'm very excited about that. Um, but yeah, uh, lots of good stuff coming up. I don't want to be too loquacious, but but keep your ear to the ground. This is going to be a top-heavy year if I've ever seen one, at least for young yeah. Shiro it is. Woohoo! Um nice. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. All you regulars and newbies, thank you for showing up. Thank you for every, anyone that donated. Uh, last chance, uh, <laughs> hit that uh, smash that motherfucking donate button if you like what we do. Uh, go to Geolull's Bandcamp and buy their work. Uh, yes. Patronize their, their label. Uh, get tickets for um, Summer Slushy Fest. And, um, you know, keep tuning in. If, if you had a good time tonight, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Jump in the Discord. I'll go ahead and link that one more time. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of fun. Uh, we try to, to make sure that, you know, everybody feels welcome. Even if we're not perfect, we, you know, we, we want to support the community. Um, we don't know when we'll be streaming again. We're probably not going to come back till early to mid September. Uh, the most appropriate Monday looks like a September eleventh, actually. So, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, not sure who the next guest will be. But keep your ear to keep your ears to the ground. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but uh, we're going to go ahead and roll the ad for the upcoming Luxury Noise album. Check that out. That's coming out pretty soon. And thank you. We love you guys. Have an awesome night, and. Spend your money at uh, Geometric Lullabies Bandcamp. Good night. Good night.